and we are live hey concrete hey david hello hello how's it going honey it's wednesday 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 hump day and i'm tired honey i am tired of humping and not in a good <laughs> way <laughs> listen i feel your pain sis it is definitely wednesday um how has your week been going then david how has your week been going uh, my my week's been pretty good. I'm probably just gonna start on some schoolwork or something. I don't know. I've been in in these panels like crazy, just trying to keep up with the nonsense. <laughs> honey and nonsense, it has been, honey. Facts. <laughs> yes. Um. Same here. Just trying to get through the work week, and um, I've been super tired this week. Um. I I like when I say exhausted. Like I am exhausted and ha I haven't been doing a whole lot. It's just been me in the house. And so I'm um, just tired, but I'm ready for the weekend. Definitely ready for the weekend. Oh yeah. Me too. I feel like that too. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I can't wait till Friday. And now I'm thinking like uh, I should have taken some time off, but I have such a busy work week that that's, that's next to impossible anyway. But um, yeah, uh, I think I see the light at the end of the tunnel. Um, Wednesday is almost over and Friday will be here before you know it. So I am yes. trying to keep my spirits up just thinking about that. Yes. What about you, Psycho Candy? What you got going on besides schoolwork? Uh, getting into sewing, I've been working on a second little iteration of my mask. The first one didn't kind of go too well, but um, the the second one's coming out all nice and neat. Um, trying to get an Etsy store going because I have some ideas. I used to work at a clothing store, so I've been a bit inspired by that. Okay. Very nice. You're not going to be a designer, are you? Uh, no, I'm actually going to school for a certificate in computer networking. Mm. So, but to be a designer would be nice because it's it's a lot more easier to come up with um, clothes for, for women because you all consume and uh, you have more options. I, 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 like mm -hmm. I said, I used to work at the Gap and the clearance section. <laughs> was way larger compared to the men's clearance section. We only That's true. Rack. That's true. I love the gap. And you're right. Whenever you go in there and look at the men's section, it's like this little bitty corner. But the women have like a, a, an entire section dedicated to them. So very good point. And that is something um, to, you know, consider if you are interested in make, having any kind of business where you're selling goods. Like women are, are um, some of the largest consumers of so um, definitely a great market. Yes. Um, shout out to DMAC the trucker. He says you got a mini curling in the oven. <gasps> if, if he means by hamburger helper and hot dogs, absolutely, <laughs> honey. You know what? I'm not about to play with you. <laughs> <laughs> Like DMAC, go on, go on somewhere with your bad luck on my friend now. Go on, go I'm on, just go on saying, like, <laughs> baby, no, I'm in my forties, uh -uh. honey. Is he? Tr oh my gosh! <laughs> so nobody want to hear that crying all day. Stop, stop the madness, please. Baby, I'm about to have heart palpitations over here. No, oh my gosh! <laughs> um, shout out to Danica Marie for the super chat. Thank you so much. 
Thank well, we got a surprise, but I ain't gonna tell y'all because y'all too nosy anyway. But mm, just stay tuned. <laughs> that part, absolutely. That. Got some good stuff coming. Mm-hmm. Stay tuned. That part. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, let's just go on and hop right on into this interview. Um, we want to yes. introduce um, David, no, also known as Psycho Candy. Um, David, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. Okay. Uh, well, I'm I'm 21. I live down south. I've been on YouTube for a while, probably since uh, maybe like 2010ish, because for a while I wasn't really allowed <laughs> on YouTube. Um, I've been in the in the space in the whole manosphere space since about 2011, 2012 or so. I started off with the just the regular manosphere uh, that some people would probably consider the white manosphere. Um, I started off with Roosh V. Uh, Roosh V is a pickup artist. I wasn't really into the pickup artistry nonsense, um, but I would go on the forums because he had uh, the Return of King forums where guys would kind of get together and they would talk about women, like what were women like in uh, such and such country, how are the women there. And then I I moved to, after the PUA stuff, I moved to... uh, I believe, like MGTOW, and then just fell down the rabbit hole from there. So I've seen a lot in the space. Mm, so you've been here for quite some time. When you say 2011, like literally you were a baby and you started by watching pickup artists in the space? Well, I would go to the Return of King forms. Uh, what is that? It's a, it's a, it's form, it's a, forms uh like a little message board yeah started by roosh v he was a pickup artist now he's kind of rebranded himself into a uh, so-called traditionalist i believe um but that's that's kind of how i got into this space uh eventually i believe i came across some youtubers in the whole men's rights uh area which I which I kind of dove as the manosphere really. That's what the manosphere is to me. Anything concerning mm-hmm. uh, men's rights or t- issues that men face. So, but what 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 was it about the content that they were creating at such a young age that intrigued you for you to you know stay and 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 um, you know become a uh, well subscribe to their channels or um, stay and become a part of you know, what they were uh, creating. Uh, I just looked at most of it as entertainment. I didn't really take anything seriously. Uh, I I think around the time that I was watching or uh, getting into like the Return of King forums or message boards, I was also tuning into Tommy Sotomayor. Uh, I know some of the, some people are going to freak out, but, um, you know, I considered him to be entertainment, which is not uh, – mm. I guess necessarily something that I would want to, to say, you know, cause the, the kind of content that Tommy puts out is very, very controversial. And you can say that he even kind of uh, make fun, makes fun of the, uh, the black woman's plight and whatnot. And, um, but what, what mainly attracted me to this, I guess, was I was suffering from my own issues. I had low self-esteem, uh, low self-confidence. I was uh, being bullied as a child, not by black women, contrary to 
or black girls, I should say at the time, not uh, contrary to what a lot of men in this space say. It was uh, two young black boys that were giving me hell. Uh, unfortunately, one of them isn't here today because um, he was shot last year. I don't know the reasoning behind that. Oh, but, um, wow. Yeah, that's, that's unfortunate. But um, that, that's kind of what attracted me to, to the space, I suppose, was my, uh, my, my shortcomings with, with little girls, you can say, because that, you know, at that age, that's your little girls and little boys. You know, you're not exactly uh, young ladies or um, young men uh, compared to now, but that, that's what uh, attracted me to that space. And I was always a curious child. Uh, too. I also got caught up in something that I don't really want to say at around that age that my my mother um my mother quite did not like. Hmm. Okay. Um shout out to Light Barrel Council. He says, wait, this is too much to consider it a coincidence. Everyone I know, including myself, has been extremely tired. This is extremely concerning. Um, I could kind of go off into it. I still think it's uh the end of a retrograde or some stuff, some stuff, some, 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 some like that. But um, yeah. Uh, but back to you, Mr. David. Um, what would you say was the biggest difference between the black mental sphere and the white mental sphere? The biggest difference between the black manosphere and the white manosphere. I would say honestly, like how the uh, how a lot of black men critique their women. When white men mm. get on here and they talk about uh, women, they refer to American women in general. They don't specifically single out white women. Like if you go and listen to Tom Likas, he just targets women mm -hmm. in general. Uh, from what I've seen in this space online for a while, black men specifically take issue with black women instead of all women. And that's, that was my, um, I was more in line with the white manosphere. For me, it was an issue with all women, not just black women. Mm, okay. But, yeah, but that's what I would say would be the main difference. And nobody really talks, nobody really notes that. I have a. I want to take it back just a step. Now I know you were saying that you were uh, kind of watching some of the content because it was just for entertainment. But I have to ask, and I'm asking this because I'm old and I have children that are young adults. Did your mom not know what you were watching? Like, was she not privy to you know what you were engaging in online? Like, or did she know and just was like, oh, you know, it's just entertainment. Um, I don't think she knew, but I would tell her about, I would tell my parents about these people. Oh. Um, and they were just kind of like, well, why, why are they saying that? That's, you know, that's crazy. But I mean, like some people were like, oh, well, why, why is it, why is it 12 year old watching that anyway? You shouldn't be on there. Well, my father was always away working to create money because my mother was a stay-at-home mother for a while until my father had encouraged her to go off to, to work, mm -hmm. to go to school and, and work. Um, you know, my, my mother really didn't uh, 
I guess she was kind of not really in in tune with that. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, I just I had to ask. I mean, I'm like, yeah. where was your mama? It's like, well, but that, I was you know, thinking. Go ahead. And I got a question related to that. Would mm-hmm. you say that your household was a patriarchy or a matriarchy? Great question. Um, I, I would say it's it was a patriarchy because my father, he he did what he had to do. He didn't complain. That's why I look up to my father more than anything. I would never look up to these these men on YouTube spouting nonsense. <laughs> uh, but my my father, you know, he would go away to different parts of the states and or uh, different parts of the state and drive to nursing homes or do home health where he would visit patients and, and work with them. Um, and he was pretty popular amongst the, the ladies, uh, you know, in, in his school days and work. Um, but yeah, that's uh, my, I would say my household was patriarchal, you know, cause my father, he worked, he provided for uh, the family. Um, he didn't complain or anything. Uh, you know, he, he didn't cry out about submission or letting uh, having my mother let him lead. Because mm-hmm. he, he, you know, mother, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry, dear. Go ahead. Oh, because he, you know, he taught my mother a lot. They were together from a pretty young age. So, I, hmm. I found it interesting. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I'm my I'm just kind of recounting some of the things that you said, but I found it interesting that you pinpointed that. Although you were bullied and teased, like it wasn't, um, you know, black women who were targeting you and bullying you. It was, you know, um, young, young black boys who were actually targeting you. Um, I know this space, a lot of people congregate in this space um, around the fact that, you know, they've faced some sort of rejection or had issues with black women, but um, I didn't want to just simply gloss over that. I thought that that was very interesting. And I just, I just wanted to pinpoint that, um, but go ahead, Danny. Sorry. Um, No, you were good. Um, well, I want to kind of dive into your um, high school experience. Um, what kind of people did you hang around? Um, did you, hang around a lot of guys? Did you hang around a lot of girls? Um, what were your activities like in high school? I would say a mixture, but I always had, to me, I always had more female friends or my female friends were more involved in my life than, uh, male friends. So I guess I would be, I would kind of be like a simp or, what some guys would have considered a beta male. Um, so you were in the friend zone, kind of like with the yeah. women that you yes. were hanging out with. Yes, and there's nothing mom. wrong with that. Like some people feel like that's a good place to start. But to piggyback off of that, I want to know if at any point you felt as though the content that you were hearing in the space made you grow like disdain towards women and you know black women. Did you ever feel as though the views that were being spouted in this space started to impact your view of women? Uh, Yes, very much so. It was never really specific to black women, which kind of separates me from most of the men in this space, but it was just women as a whole. Um, I like increasingly through high school, I, I went down the rabbit hole. I, 
ventured into incel content, and I would, I actually met the ringleader of incels. He's a he's a pretty oh. cool guy, contrary to what many people might think. Um, but he's he is uh, mixed, I believe, in like abroad in another country. I, I think Turkey. He's he's like Sudanese and Turkish. Mm-hmm. Plays- now, who are you referring to? If you um, the, he calls himself Canino. Okay. Okay. Yeah, online. But I met him. Um, I've went in a couple of incel servers, but it wasn't really good for your mental health. To me, it was a bunch of childish people just kind of wanting to press each other's buttons and make um, make someone react, make make other people kind of react. Uh, but I I eventually got away from that and went into like black pill, which is a bit more nihilistic. Mm-hmm. Um, and the black pill is pretty much like, hey, this is the truth. It's all on the table. And if you don't um, accept it, oh, well, that's the reality of it. Mm. But, but yeah, I would say that I did. It did impact my view of women. I, in fact, I really, after a while, I didn't really want to be around women. I mm-hmm. became this. I became disgusted kind of like when women would, would talk. Um, I didn't really enjoy seeing couples in, in public. and That's interesting. And maybe like a few other other things. Yeah. But it was just, yeah. I, it, there was a point to where I kind of even like neutered um, my attraction to women. Wow. So at that point in time, were you just like asexual? Um, I mean, I talked to a few guys, but nothing ever really happened in that manner. Mm-hmm. It was as if like every time something, you know, came close to happening, there was an invisible wall or source, mm-hmm. you know, maybe God. They were just like, no, you know, they put up like a, a barrier between me and the person. So we just wouldn't uh, be able to get close or closer. Yeah. Um, wow. but yeah, it was just, you know, it wasn't really a natural attraction. You know, I like women. I love women. I love everything about about women. So, um, and you know, this, I just find it interesting that, um, this was all like stemmed from the rhetoric that you were hearing in this space, not your own personal experience with women. Right. Um, or was there? Was it a mix of both? I, I, I don't want to yeah. assume. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. It was a mix of both because I was trying to seek out female attention, get a girlfriend in high school. But you know, in high school, I guess there's grade school in general. There's certain things that appeal to women there, mm-hmm. little girls, I should say, and uh, I, I, I guess I'll, I'll say it, I'll put it like this. The studious girls are more focused on their studies. Um, meanwhile, the girls that might be a little bit more attractive, they're not, they're focused on something else or, or maybe they have a different guy in mind or something, or maybe it's, uh, maybe it was just me, you know, cause I put the blame on myself. And then after that, I was like, okay, maybe it can't be me. So. Hmm. Um, I'm going to read the super chats real quick. Shout out to Jessica X. She says, like the stream. Um, Chris Brooks, thank you so much for the super chat. I will not be reading that out loud. Um, we're going to have to have a Please be respectful. Yeah, please be respectful of our guests. 
Um, okay. you know, but you I've know what? That. Like we we know this is something that we practice, and like you know, we we uh, you were gracious enough to accept our invite to come on and have a conversation and open up a bit, and um, we, we we're not reading disrespectful super chats and be respectful. Come on, like we're adults. We we're having a conversation. You can um, state your opinion without you know, um, hitting below the bell and, um, you know, being nasty. Come on, seriously. Thank you, Mr. Fantastic. Appreciate the super chat. And I got one more, um, shout out to yep. Yep. He says, I blame the black manosphere for this. This is y'all ill. Um, like we said, y'all gonna have to keep it, uh, y'all gonna have to keep it respectful now. Um, now, would you consider yourself a part of the manosphere right now, currently? Good question. These days, no, <laughs> definitely not. Um, not after really kind of watching like the talking points of people taken out. Like I know uh, Aaron of Expose the Manosphere, he does a good job at that. He tracks, um, he'll take a few, a little bit of footage from some of these panels and the things that these men say and when you hear it in short sound bites, it just, it sounds silly. You know, it doesn't really hold up. I mean, when you're in that space and you've been indoctrinated for a while, then you might go along with it. But after hearing uh, a lot of critiques of that kind of content and whatnot, it, it really just starts to sound absurd, you know, but I mean, I, I just, I want to say this about the disrespectful people. You know, I've, I've heard it all before. Every panel I get on, you know, these men, they'll say things about my appearance and speculate uh, my sexuality, you know, but I don't see any of that from the women at all. None of that, you know, um, but it's, it's okay. You know, I know who I am and I know uh, where I come from and I'm, I'm sure of myself, you know, maybe when I was not really so confident in myself, uh, I would pay attention to what they say. But other than that, I just let them kind of go on in the chat. It's interesting that you mentioned Aaron Fountain. Um, now, me and Concrete have been featured on um, Aaron Fountain's show, right? <laughs> and, you know, I felt like a lot of things, um, people can take certain things out of context. Um, so... I, I'm not going to even say that I have mixed feelings about um, Aaron Fountain um, because there are certain things that are taken out of context and then you could be considered a pick me or you can be considered a feminist and it concrete and I are generally considered both depends on who you ask. And so, um, you know, like with the purposes of our channel, um, we didn't want to have a circle jerk conversation. We do want to have men and women be able to come on and express their viewpoints, um, where they come from, what's going on with them, um, how they view certain things. And so, um, with Aaron Fountain, you know, I kind of got offended. And then, you know, we asked him for an interview and of course he was like, oh no, you know, he ain't doing interviews, whatever. <laughs> but you know, it, it was kind of like a little trigger point to me because I'm like, now Aaron kind of took some stuff. We, you know, uh, we said out of context and it's like, well, they're a pick me because they have these certain viewpoints, but then if right. you, if you hear other viewpoints, like I said, people will call us feminist um, and then people will call us picky yeah. on which day of the right. week. And so, yeah. um, you know, I just wanted to get on that. 
Um, shout out to D Mac the Chucker. He said, Who in the who the hell left the mental spirit gate open? Y'all did. Shout out to you. Thank you for the super chat. Um, but my next question: do you feel like the mental sphere has had any benefit to you or or to men in general? Uh in a way I say yes, because I was kind of like a puppy dog, I admit, when it came to women. You know, I would do whatever <laughs> just to get uh, close to them and whatnot um, or, or get them to like me. But that's anyone in, in, in general, I guess, because it really, for me, it was more of like a self-esteem, self-confidence issue. Uh, I will say that it did help me in a sense to where um, I recognize that – not all women are really innocent. I mean, no, no one's really innocent. Innocence is for, I would say, really babies and probably the dead. <laughs> um, you know, when, but but that's that's probably about about it. Um, it made me really kind of recognize that, hey, women are not all innocent, and that you need to tread cautiously, um, and, and be careful and not. Really, be a doormat per se. You know, um, I'm sorry. One second. It's okay, but yeah, that's that's uh, probably what is uh, what's the case with with me. I um I wanted to just touch on something really quickly. It's interesting that you know most of the heat that you receive in this space is 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 from the fellas, and you know if this is a place where black men should be able to come and receive support, despite the fact that they may have dissenting opinions or they may not um, subscribe to every single talking point or agenda that's being pushed in the space. Um, I want to know though. Um, do you feel that um, black being that the black manosphere has now um, opened up, it, it, regardless of whether it was voluntary or not, um, to, to women content creators, that that's had a negative impact on the space? You ask the way that they respond to women? No, I want to know if you think that women content creators in this space has negatively impacted the space. Um, no, I don't. I think, honestly, that a lot of these guys tend to assume what women want or need, and they don't really ask women, and they tend to kind of treat women all the same. And I think by really, I don't really want to use the term, but I, I guess it's fitting since most men, you know, they deem this as a male space by allowing women into the space. Uh, it, it, I guess it does give, it gives a benefit in a way, you know, you get a female perspective um, and whatnot. I do think that the women that are held up in high regard in this space are paying a little bit of pillow talk to the to the men. They're telling them what they want to hear. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, oh, I think that was a shot at you, Concrete. <laughs> no, 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 that was you. That was you. So, so we have Ain't a Curly Manosphere. 
We have a super <laughs> chat here, if you don't mind. Chris Brooks, thank you. He says, ask him to name three Black Menosphere content creators he follows content-wise. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. No, no dig at you, Jessica X. That's, I'm just paying tribute. <laughs> but um, I don't really – I don't follow – any of these content creators anymore, but I used to tune into O'Shea. I used to tune into LAR Movement. Uh, let's see who else. I used to tune into, I need one more. I used to follow Game Changer. <laughs> um, I used to follow a couple of people really in this space, but even if I do list these people, they're still going to push back and say, oh no, they're, they're not part of the Man of Spear. Of course, of course. Uh, Dave, David Carroll, I guess we can kind of include him in here. David Carroll, Kid Organic, I used to tune into their channels. Okay. Because to me, to me, any man who makes content concerning, to me, it's like the definition of pornography. You know, you don't, you can't really tell until you see it. Well, with the with Manosphere content, you won't really be able to tell or define it until you hear it. Mm, okay. Okay. You know, um, you had mentioned the uh, ladies and I did have a question about that. Let me find it. Um, okay. Well, no, that's not the question because you already answered that. Okay. And I was going to ask you, uh, well, shout out to DMAC the trucker. He says he's trolling. Sounds a lot like Sean James. I'm just saying, thank you so much. D Mac. Um, and I was going to ask you, what was your opinion on female channels in the manosphere? Besides them giving the pillow talk, do you think there's a use for them? Um, yeah. Do you think there's a use for them? And your camera's on if, in case you didn't know. No, no, that's fine. I want people to see me. It's all good. Um, okay. I would say that in a way that they are useful, um, I do think some of them, because there are issues, I would say, that uh, in, in terms of with the men, that there are valid complaints. There are valid complaints. And by having the women in this space, they do bring a, uh, they kind of soften the, the blow a bit. Because mm -hmm. in my opinion, I think women should hold women accountable and men should hold men accountable um and a lot of the men in this space they can be kind of aggressive and very harsh with their tone uh tough love as they like to say i know me i get a lot of heat and flack for being a more softer kind of feminine uh guy um but i don't you know i don't really care uh but yeah i would say that's to me that's kind of the, that's the benefit of having women in this space um because, you know, there's a lot of talk about the Manosphere or sp a specific individual in the Manosphere um, or that was claimed by the Manosphere. Uh, there's talk of him going mainstream. And I don't think that can happen unless you approach or you tone down your rhetoric. Because there's, mm -hmm. there's a way to speak to women. And uh, I was on a panel recently. And if you know, you know. And there was a there was a lady. She was trying to uh, give her opinion and whatnot, her thoughts. And they were rushing her, talking about, uh, oh, can you hurry up? You know, they didn't even allow. 
it was just very disrespectful and, and rude and just unnecessary. Yeah, I think that, that that's that's commonplace from what I've seen in this space. But um, thank you for answering that question. I have another question for you. Um, should you decide to marry and have um, beautiful chocolate babies? Would you allow your son to um, listen to the rhetoric from this space? Uh, not really. Not at all. Um, like I said, I was always more of a curious kid and a bit ahead of my time. So I would just I would discover things that I really wasn't supposed to be discovering. Uh, I want to. I won't. It's not really good for uh, children to to be exposed to uh, the stuff or this is kind of rhetoric and content. Uh, because I, I heard like a a woman on another panel. She said that she had a sixteen year old a sixteen year old child. And her 16-year-old child is starting to mention uh, some of these things. You know, and this is, some guys can take this and, and get caught up with it and run with it and use it as an excuse to bash black women and black girls when that's not, you know, they're not, there's not black women out. I've never come across, honestly, the way that these men describe black women in this space, it sounds like they're speaking about caricatures. Or so-called. Mm, I agree. Of black women. Oh. Um. Hmm. Now I think that's a very, very, very interesting point. Um. Shout out to Mad Scientist. He says, while I enjoy, accept, and appreciate black women in the mental sphere, black women have had spaces for their own thoughts and concerns for years. Um. Parentheses. Uh. Essence, Madame Noir, etc. Um, thank you so much, Mad Scientist. Um, you know what? I can't say that I don't agree with that. I actually do. Um, I think Concrete and I wanted to kind of serve as a bridge between the two spaces, between the women and the men, um, because the rhetoric that we're hearing now, um, we've never heard it out loud before. We've never heard men um, talk like this out loud on public platforms before. And so I think this is new to uh, just about everybody um, with, you know, the rhetoric yeah. that we've heard. So I we, think, I, yeah. And it's just tried to, we are trying to intercede, like really on behalf of the men, because you know, the men in this space don't use flowery, flowery language. Um, as a result, a lot of times the women will automatically um, shut down anything that the men say. And we're kind of here to say, no, okay, despite the fact that he's not using the nice, he's not saying it in the nicest way, there's truth to what he's saying. So um, we kind of, yeah, we're kind of here to try to kind of mediate some of the conversations, like you said, Danny. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. Shout out to D Mac the trucker. Um. Boy George wants his hat yeah, back, and he's like, saying he's giving it back now. What? Mm -hmm. What you gonna do about it? Uh, I've got to order some more in like two different colors. I want brown and like a bone white kind of color. Yeah. I, I like actually it. like the hat. I think it looks real dope. Yeah. Ain't nothing wrong with that hat. That hat is fly. Mm. I get a lot of compliments on it in person. So a lot of people like it. Um. But yeah, I, I think that, 
and it's become my trademark, I guess. But um, I, I just, you know, a lot of the men, they all oh, be nice to me, be nice. They, they want to, uh, they can't handle the truth. Women want to be told things nicely, but it's a tough love, flowery language. Listen, there's a way that you have to come at women you know a lot of these guys they sound like straight up alpha male like brutes you know they sound brutes like they've been uh, i agree from out of the caveman days yep you know and you can't honestly would you go talking to your mother like that and think you can get a point across would you go talking to your grandmother like that and thinking that uh you can get your point across no if you were to go if these guys were to go mainstream and they were and they were in front of the uh, the view those ladies would tear them a new one. Sonny Hostin, Whoopi Goldberg, Megan McCain, Anna Navarro, they're not going to let that fly. Mm-mm. Even Dr. Phil and, and Steve Harvey are going to criticize that. They're going to put you on the in the hot seat. Mm. Of course. Uh, and so I have a question to you. Um, do you think the content creators um, that are recognized in the mental sphere are trying to keep men angry as opposed to helping men out. I will say this. There seems to be a lot of uh, money in um, this business, this whole uh, gender war, battle of the sexes nonsense. Uh, I do think that some of the content creators might kind of make these videos because they see that they're getting views which correlates with more uh earnings for them but i do believe that they there is part of it is a legitimate interest in uh helping to have men uh recognize their or i should say our recognize our our issues and whatnot yeah i would um I would venture to agree with that. Uh, we got another super chat from Bro Curlin. He says, I swear, man, we can't take y'all ninjas nowhere. Say what you want, but do ain't all wrong. And they know it. Um, that's one thing that, you know, the thing is, why aren't you guys attacking his talking points? If, if, if what he's saying is a bunch of hogwash, I, I should see more people attacking his talking points. But I do have another question for you. I want to know, have you ever dated a black woman? No, I I was attracted to one, but I'll tell you about that. Let me grab something real quick to kind of okay. explain or give you a bit of my background. Sure. Okay. Um, yeah. This chat, uh, you see them cutting? Yes. Um, shout out to Melody for the cash app. She says, great show so far. Um, thank you so much, Melody. We appreciate you. Thank you, Melody. Um, and shout out to Danica Marie again, honey. She says, I appreciate his uniqueness and his unbotheredness. LOL. Nice hat, young king. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Danica. Thank you so much, Danica. Thank you, Danica. I used to watch you. I like a lot of, I like Danica. She's pretty, she's pretty uh, sweet sister. Yeah, she's um, dope. So I'm back in Louisiana, but for the first uh, 12 years or so, 13 years of my life, I lived here. And Louisiana, it's predominantly mostly black and white people. You do have Latinos and Hispanics. 
Um, I'll just go ahead and show the show the photo. But this is this is pretty much what most of my um, school history looked like. Ah, is that you in look, the back? Um, uh, yes. yes. Oh, yes. Shit, it is. That looked like my school photo. I, I, I see. <laughs> yeah. So, um, to answer your question, no. But when I went to Texas, I uh, there was a mixture of people. Obviously, mostly Hispanic, um, mostly of Mexican origin, I guess we can say. But there was a uh, young black lady that I was interested in, um, but she turned me down. I shot my shot anyway, but because uh, I but I, I had heard that she was into Mexican. Um, and I think like white guys or so, um, she goes out to Texas tech. Now she's with a mediocre looking, uh, white guy, which, which tends to happen. Um, so I can understand the brothers when they, when they mention that there, but you know, I mean, you like what you like, so I'm not going to get on, I'm not going to attack her for that. Um, I mean, I took the L and kept it moving, but yeah, but had she ended up saying yes, then I most likely would have ended up dating a black woman. Um, and you know, you win some, you lose some. I know you said one, so it's it doesn't seem as though you were like um turned down by black women left and right. However, um, you know, so maybe she that one specific one just was not for you. Right. Um but go ahead, Danny. Sorry. Um shout out to um I forget who it was but they asked why do you call yourself psycho candy and before you answer that shout out to I'ma love me for the cash app thank you so much we appreciate you thank you why you remember, yeah why do you call yourself psycho candy it's um I like all kinds of music but I uh, there's this band, the Scottish band, Jesus and Mary Chain from the eighties. Uh, and their debut album was psycho candy. Really good album. I like it. Bit noisy for most people's taste, but I like it. So that's, that's why I call myself. Uh, that's the inspiration. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. <laughs> you are so polite. Um, I have one other question for you. Um, so since you have been in this space for a very, very long time, I want to know your thoughts on the evolution of the space. Um, do you think that the space was better back in the day? Like, you know, when you came in and um, I hear people talking about Manosphere 1.0, 2.0 and um, 3.0. Uh, I want to know. Um, I don't know if you know the differences between the three. If so, if you can highlight um, which one you feel was better and why. Yes, ma'am, I can. So, Manosphere 1.0 was a couple of creators, like the OGs, if you will, of uh, the Manosphere. I don't really know too many of them specifically, um, but I'll just list the ones that really don't have like, they aren't as big. Um, there was Sergeant Willie Pete, uh, I believe Wacky's World. Uh, Thug Titian was another uh, good good resource. Um, and then you had the other guys that came like way after. Now I will say being in the space from the, the time that I was in here since 2012 or 11, it definitely has changed for the worse. I used to follow a uh, white guy, Steve Hoka, 
I believe he's still around, active on YouTube. He he was in more of the MGTOW space and TFL, which is uh, True Forced Loneliness. Uh, Steve Hoka mentioned Steve Hoka mentioned something about uh, I guess like how MGTOW was dead or dying in 2017, and a lot of people are saying that how a lot of these you have new people coming in and all they see is the surface level stuff like, Oh, uh, women are the, the women bashing as it's commonly referred to. Um, so you have guys coming in and they're taking out their frustrations, which I understand, you know, I was, I was in that position, but, um, after a while you kind of grow up and move on from that because you can only sit up here and rag on women and, and talk like that for so long before it just gets old. So, um, I hope that, uh, answers your question. Okay. Concrete, me and you, I swear we wrote the same question, Sonny. I'm like, well, damn, she got that one too. Um, shout out to the mad scientist. He says, to paraphrase Kevin Samuels, black women are used to one-way aggression. I don't recall any public outcry about mm. how black women too, how black women talk to and about black men. I could be wrong. Um, mad scientist, <laughs> you're not wrong at all. Um, I actually feel um, the same way. And if it was, it was very far and few in between because black women yeah, did disparaging uh, things about black men back in the day. We still talk a lot of mess about black men now. And well, I, mean, that's, I, don't I don't mean to interrupt, but you know, these guys, they always do that. They, oh, they talk bad about us on uh, Sally, Rafa uh, Sally Jesse Raphael and uh, Donahue. They talk bad about us on Oprah back in the 80s and 90s. You know, but that's... Baby, that's that was my mama. I had nothing to do with that. Exactly. That's nonsense. They, what, how does that have any relevancy to now? That's like nearly 30, 40 years ago. They're, they're bringing that up. They're rehashing right. this up. And it's like, that's what I, I that's what I, it seems like to me, that's what these guys do. They want to take things and rehash them and bring it up instead of just saying, hey, you know what? We're men. We're going to just forget about that. Just write it all off. We're going to start from a clean slate. You, you know, know, I mean, uh, a psycho candy, and I'm, I'm so sorry. See, this is the thing, and, and I guess this is what's kind of problematic within that statement for me. Okay. Those things did happen. And I think everybody can acknowledge that those things did happen, right? I feel that nobody ever healed from that. Um, and then you had generations kind of cycle through those things. That happened for generations. Um, like I said earlier in the interview, that the manosphere is probably a one a, a one of a kind space. And I'm not I'm not uh deriding. Um, per se, but this is like a one of a kind space. And I don't really think that, and I, I kind of feel like it's starting to go mainstream with the um, influx of Kevin Samuels and you, you have uh, Tommy Sotomayor, of course, but it's like um, you mentioned in the email that this was a, a, a space for kind of like therapy for men, um, for men to kind of get their thoughts and viewpoints about, um, and then what I've noticed is a lot of men east to west, north to south actually have some of the same views. And being that they have a lot of the same views, being that a lot of that stuff never got out like that, 
I kind of feel like it, it does serve its purpose. Um, yeah, I kind of feel like it does serve its purpose because it, it this is a one of a kind space and the views have never been um, outward um, like they are now. What do you think about that? Uh, I just think that, you know, that happened in the past and it really, to me, doesn't have an, uh, an effect on now because now you have younger guys repeating this nonsense and it's like people like myself weren't even around for that. So what, what do we know about black men being so-called talk bad about on, mm-hmm. uh, eighties and nineties talk shows? I mean, I know of Mari and I know of, uh, what's the other guy? The bald headed dude, Steve, I think, or something. Steven, one of one oh, of them. Oh, Steve, Martin? he took over, yeah, for um, Jerry. Oh, Steve did. yeah. Oh, oh, you know, to oh, me, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, he's like a bald guy, and yeah, Steve. get on there to talk about his their relationship issues. To me, Mari and these guys, they're just like the those were like the, the Jerry Springer for black folks. That's what it was. To me. <laughs> you know what. Uh, I agree with that. Um, I do have another question for you, but I want to read the super chat first. And I want to know if we can also open it up. Um, How do you feel about um, opening up the panel and having people come on and ask a few questions? Of course, they have to be respectful because they know Danny do not play. She going to come with the hammer and drop them down. Uh, But how do you feel about that opening up for a little bit? I'm sure. I mean, some of these guys are kind of hard to, or difficult to deal with, but uh, well, sure. they, they have to be respectful, or we def- we we're we're not tolerating the disrespect. So if, yeah, you know, no you're welcome problem. to. You guys no know you're welcome to come up, but you know, keep it keep it respectful. You can um, disagree with anything that he said. Just do it in an adult manner. Um, I did have a question for you. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. Um, now. It, being that you were so young when you came into the space, um, and from what I can see, it seems as though the rhetoric in this space is like growing like a weed. Do you think that other young guys are also being influenced by um, the rhetoric from this space, and you know, um, you know, similar rhetoric that that is um, now being popularized? I sincerely do. There's a 19-year-old guy. I know I'm not really in the position to talk because I'm only 21, but there's a 19-year-old content creator making this uh, stuff, and he's not even of, uh, I believe he's like a first-generation African immigrant. And you you see that a lot, but I guess I suppose uh, most Black people's issues in the Anglosphere are kind of all the same. Um but I do see that because when it came to MGTOW and whatnot, you had a 12-year-old boy. He's still here on YouTube, Igor the MGTOW. Now, he's from an Eastern European or Central European country, I believe. But this boy is 12 up here talking about uh, women and the things that women do. I mean, granted, it makes me look like a hypocrite because I was in this space when I was 12. But I didn't put out videos. Like, I just listened to the content. I didn't go around telling people, hey – you know, this is what I think about women and and whatnot. Hmm. Um, okay. Shout out to Hammer. Uh, because I think that's the guy you're referring to. <laughs> um, shout out to Demon Child. Um, he says psycho candy camps up regularly. Meanwhile, y'all behind y'all hide behind cartoon avatars and fake pics. Mm, 
I guess you told us because I'm. Oh, I didn't think he was talking about me because <laughs> um, no, I don't have behind none of that, but I do have live videos um on my channel. He means the people on the chat. You know, they that's oh, what, that's they what I like thought. To do. They like to routinely clown people. Okay, I did have another question for you, and then yes, I'm going to let the panelists um come in with theirs. Um, what would you say was the worst? subgroup of the mental sphere and what would you say was the best subgroup of the mental sphere? Um, I would say incels and the black pill because incels, the incels and the black pill are very nihilistic, uh, very self-defeating. Um, most of the people in there would probably resort to suicide if not. Uh it's just very, very depressing to listen to. For the best, uh, the best people or the best subgroup in the manosphere, I would say TFL because TFL they don't really wish harm against anyone. They're not really extreme with their rhetoric. It's they they blame more of the issue on themselves, or they'll share the blame with themselves rather than just totally putting it all on the opposite sex. I have a question to piggyback off of that. I'm sorry, really quickly. It's it's fine. Um, and now I, I'm I'm just asking because when you when you talk about incels, it's a little bit scary. Um, and I want to know if you know people that are and I understand men going through red pill rage. Like I, I understand that. So maybe going through a period where you know, you have this strong disdain for women and you want absolutely nothing to do with them. But um, do incels tend to have some sort of psychological defect? Do you know? Would you, would well, you, would you, I guess I'm asking you to speculate, but um, is there something else there besides, or is it just like the years of rejection and, you know, built up frustration as a result? I would say that it is a, in a sense, a mental issue because, you know, to borrow from the ghetto boys, a lot of these guys' minds, they play tricks on them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I mean, you can be physically well, but that doesn't mean anything if you're not mentally well. Uh, mo most of the guys in the space, they have no hope. They feel like they've tried and maybe what they've done is just not good enough. You know, maybe they need to do a little bit more. Um, or maybe they just need to wait. Maybe they need to wait their, their time, you know, because not everything comes to everybody at a certain time. I know it didn't, didn't, didn't happen for me like that. I mean, it's kind of weird now, you know, I mean, I have a lady and, you know, I have all of these other ladies giving me, uh, this is the most female attention I've received here is uh, <laughs> on, on YouTube when I joined YouTube, you know, because I never thought I was like the best looking guy or, or whatever. Um but yeah, I do. I do think it's a mental, it's a mental thing. Um, Thank you. I, of, I I assumed so. Yeah, it's about a lot. It's about like self perception, and how a lot of these guys perceive themselves. Because I still don't really think I'm that attractive. But I mean, you have people in the chat. Apparently, I'm not a bad looking man. You know. Yeah, we're, we're our worst critics, but I want to tell you something. First off, I'm thanking you in advance for being so vulnerable and being like so brave as to saying like, I don't care what y'all say. I want to show my face. I want, you know, I'm, I'm coming on here. I may have dissenting views and I am, you know, standing on what 
my beliefs are and what my perception is. And I think that that is so brave. And uh, I really, I really commend you. Um, we got a super chat. I want to thank you real quick from Jonathan Barronville. Thank you, Jonathan. He says, just passing through and dropping something into the pot for the two sisters. Um, Minus our special guest, Jonathan. We appreciate the super chat. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, much appreciated. Okay. Um. So first, we'll have Mr. Snow. Mr. Snow, what do you think about the interview, and what questions do you have for Mr. David? Hey, what's going on, y'all? Um, hey, interview. Hey. So far, so good. You know, I have no complaints. Uh, I do have a question or two. Um, my first question, do you like consider yourself black? I mean, I have dark skin. So, I mean, in the U.S., people would look at me as black, but I don't really go by uh, racial categories like that. You know, I don't really look at things through the lens of race like most people. So, But in the U.S., you'd be considered black. That's what you're saying. Yeah, in the U.S., you know, but things in the in the U.S. are a bit weird. You know, Anglos, the Anglosphere, they like to stratify and categorize everything. So. Right, right. So um, you said in the past that, you know, you try to give black women a try and it didn't work out. So my question is, um, would you give them another try again? I think you should. Uh, yeah. I mean, if if they're, you know, if I wasn't really emotionally involved with someone right now, I would. I totally would. Um, there are a number of lovely, beautiful women and the black women in the chat here and uh they have beautiful personalities there in fact i've never really met any uh of these mythical mean disgusting single mother uh caring black women that a lot of these uh people speak about they're like unicorns to me so yeah i agree man they're awesome they're awesome okay so i have Okay. I, I detect, I detect, um, I detect a bit of, oh, well, he dropped down. Okay. never mind. Oh, you was going to say you detected bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> my meter was going off. I can tell. This isn't like anybody else's panels where you're allowed to just unleash the aggression, the raw aggression that they have for you. You know, you have Don't to keep it. Too soon. Uh-uh, fantastic. I'm not about to play with you. Don't, don't play with me, Mr. Mr. <laughs> Black Bart Benson. Listen, Mr. Let's keep it respectful. Mr. Fantastic, um, what, what do you, what questions do you have or comments well, do you have as it relates to our guests? Well, I have several questions for the guests because, I mean, he complained about 16-year-old people's children saying things they heard from the space, but if I heard him right, he said he's been watching the space since 2011, 2012? Yeah. So how old are you, brother, if you don't mind um, revealing that? Oh, yeah, I mean, I've stated, you can go. I mean, if you're in certain spaces, you can find it pretty easily. I'm 21. Oh, sorry, 20, so you were watching this space, that would be 10 years ago, at a, at the age of 11. That's yeah, well, me. 12, yeah, I, I admit it to okay, that. Okay, so yeah. 12. <laughs> Okay, yeah. so you've been watching this space since the, the age of 12 and its inception to now. So how is the major difference from the origin to now to where this space is just, you know, also bad and also toxic and all these different things when, again, it's just the evolution of the or, or, or its origin? 
the rhetoric, brother, the rhetoric. It's how what's people, the difference between the rhetoric? To me, it just people have gotten more angrier, more kind of hateful towards women. Because there's a certain way that you have to you have to talk to people. I mean, even well, yeah, in just, customer just service. Real quick, just just real quick, brother. Why do you keep you, you keep using these this, this language of where you you you're, you're spreading a narrative? Because nothing about this here is hateful or anything. Um, shout out to the breakdown of the woman's perspective. Um, they were pretty much. You know what I mean? They are accepted as a part of this space. So how can you be here saying that, um, uh, you know, we hate women, we all these other things with women, but yet still they collaborate with us on the majority of their bases. Uh, this, uh, sisters, uh, what's the percentage of your base that's male? Have you, have you guys 89%. 89%. 89% of black men supporting two black women. And, you know, um. Uh, of the, I don't know how many of the super chats here were um, uh, from females, but the majority of them definitely came from males. So that directly contradicts the, the rhetoric and the narrative that you're trying to spin, brother. And hold on real quick. Most importantly, um, your favorite person, Jessica X, that you were also, you know, infatuated with and a donator and all these other things. But once you were, you know, didn't get the response you wanted, then you went over to the other team and you were a Jessica X hater, like literally within a 24 hour period. Is that not true also, sir? Not really within a 24 hour period, but yeah, that is true. I did give my dusty dollars out to Jessica X in the form of super chats because, you know, when you want your message, <laughs> not no, dusty so, dollars. That's so you. Wait, fantastic. Wait, 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 wait. Um, now I will say I was not aware of all of that stuff. Oh, of course. Um, oh, yes. Well, Sister George, Sister George, George. What, what does that have to do with anything? Hold That's up. what I want to know. It has everything to do with it. Let her, let her finish. Hold up. Um, Here's another fan. Come on, y'all. Okay. So Go I'm going to drop y'all down because we're not going to do this right now. This is what I mean. I say that nice. yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So what I'm going to say is I actually saw you on Bomb Cherry's channel. And when I saw you on Bomb Cherry's channel and you said that you had been here since you were 12, I said this would be an interesting in interview because I had never, you know, I was like 12 is extremely young. Um, for this type of rhetoric. And I wanted to know the effects on you from taking this in as a 12 year old. Um, and I wanted to see what your thoughts were um, then versus now. So um, any of the stuff that's outside of that, like I said, I, and I want to say that I saw you on maybe uh, GMT's channel, but you I did, thought it was you, so. you, you did, you did. Cause that's where I heard that how disrespectful they were being. Okay. But now well, anything outside of that, I don't know. And so um, that wasn't the basis, you know, uh, for the drama or anything like that. So um, shout out to Jonathan Barronville. Um, I will bring Fantastic back up. And then Jerome, I will bring you back up, but I will not be bringing you guys up at the same time. But I do appreciate you guys' contribution. Thank you. Absolutely. Okay. Jonathan. So I'm at one percent. I just want to get my little questions off. Uh, I'm probably gonna die midway, uh, brother. When you go out, right, and you look around at your circle of friends that you've gone out with, I'm just curious: are are they black people? Are they Caucasian mix? I mean, are they are there black people in the crowd? 
I mean, I don't really think that's relevant. I don't really have too many friends in, in person anymore like that. Most of my friends were always like a mix of people. So uh, like, would you say white? But when, I, but when I go outside, I generally observe mostly black and white people because I live here in Louisiana now. So. Well, I, I know where you live at, but my question is who you hang out with, right? Your circle, your company, you keep. I mean, I guess online, it, really, it's a mixture of people, Caucasian, black. Uh, I, I know in real life, not online. I don't I don't really hang out with people in real life like that. Most of my interaction uh, with other people is kind of online these days. Is is that via COVID or is that pre-COVID? I'm, uh, both uh, COVID I, and pre-COVID. Because I guess where, where I'm going is, is is a lot of the conversation that that, that you're giving off, um, especially when you were asked if you if you you know consider yourself black and you, you gave us that uh, mm, different answer. I'll say it, it seems to me as if as if you don't really consider yourself black. You don't really participate with black people, but you get online and get in black spaces and then speak on black men. I'm just curious how you. I see what we're trying to do here. I see what we're trying to do here. Um, let me just say something really quickly, though. Um, I know you got to go, Donnie. I'll be very quick. It, it, I feel like um, Dave David has as much of a right to speak on black men, being that he's a black man, as uh, you know anyone else in the space. The black men in this space allow Baba Tunde and men from you know other continents that have little to no experience come in and berate black women all day long it's specifically ados black women so if they have um you know uh if they're if they get a platform to speak their piece then absolutely this brother should be able to speak his piece as well i mean that's I, all i got but i want to read the oh, super chat right, really quickly i'm sorry and i know uh fantastic I, i'll let you go um jonathan baronville thank you brother he says to further prove fantastic's point here's another dusty super chat donation to the sisters from a black man black man we appreciate you thank you thank you thank you so much jonathan and that money ain't dusty at all honey that's all well well again my my point is this um people have ulterior motives and it's funny that all of the places he frequents now even though he was at at this space in his inceptions are black manager haters you know, people that say the black manosphere is this and that and all these things, but they can't make content without the black manosphere. Furthermore, I just got him to admit that he had an interest in Jessica X and pretty much because he's rebuffed, he then jumped to the other side. So I don't know if that was the quote unquote last straw, what not, what have you. But, you know, again, he's, he's like a scorned guy. And what he's saying, I don't know if, he's, if, if he has um, admitted to this or he claims to be an infill, most people would, would Say this guy is the quote unquote incel. Everything he's saying from his mannerisms to his social life to all these things is he's incel material. Also, the fact of the matter, he's saying he's not accepted by black women, but he's also so worried about black women. So, again, all I'm trying to do here is be realistic about the thing. And again, bro, what name me, name me the space, the current space that you will be able to say any content creator says. Yeah, Psycho Candy is one of my frequent everyday supporters. Go. Bomb Cherry. Uh, Bomb Cherry is not Manosphere, brother. Not Manosphere? No, she's not. Well, she's not oh. on the recognized list. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Just real quick. Hold on. Mr. George, no disrespect. Hold on, brother, real quick. No, no, no. No, no. Listen, listen. 
when a person rejects and says they renounce the manosphere, they're against the manosphere, you can't say that they're a manosphere. Just like you said, David Carroll. David Carroll is not a part of the manosphere. Okay? You Same mean, thing with the other the lame the lame dude, you other lame dude you named. He <laughs> he went he publicly renounced the manosphere. So I need you to name a platform that is recognized and a person that, that is that is recognized as manosphere. Yeah, fantastic. You got to get a chance to answer. O'Shea Duke Jackson. And you can't deny that. No one knows you, bro. I mean, he's seen I'm, you before. I'm, I'm, no, I haven't. That's what I'm trying to tell you. No, you, no one knows you. You know what? Don't. I'll tell you this. Hammer. What about Hammer? Hammer knows me. He mentions me in his videos. But how is this relevant to the discussion? It's, it's relevant to the point of why you're here. You're just, representing just yourself. Just a moment. We have a super chat I would like to read from Demat the Trucker. My money is dusty, rusty, and crusty. Thank you, thank you, Dumont the trucker. Fantastic. Yeah, Are you alleging that he he's 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 swindling by and he hasn't been in the space since he was um eleven no, or twelve? No, 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 no. Oh. I'm saying he's up here purposely misrepresenting and claiming to be a part of the clip part of the clan. No, when again, no, he no. goes against no. everything that it's about. Like the brother said, I'm not saying that he, because he's a black man, he doesn't have a way to say his rights or say his face to speak his mind. He has the right to do all of that. But again, bro, you're not respected or known as Manosphere, bro. No one knows Psycho Candy as, hey, there's Psycho Candy. I never heard O'Shea Duke Jackson shout you out. You say Hammer? Hammer's a newer guy, so I don't know. And again, you've been lurking you out over there. The goalpost. You all you're not changing him. the goalpost, bro. Again, you, you, say, you, you had yeah. to reach for that. And again, I don't even, I, I mean, no disrespect to Hammer, but Hammer is, a, is an affiliate. He's not, he's not, bro, he's he's an affiliate, bro. He's not motherfucking manager certified. Okay. All right. That's, That's why he says Okay, says okay, 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 okay. Let me, let me just interject here. Um, Even if he's not manosphere per se, and I, I, I see where you're coming from, fantastic. Um, But it it wasn't about him um being manosphere or not to us what it was about was his observation since he's been here since he was 12 and yeah even if he's just a viewer and he's not yeah. like quick if he's not sitting at the cool kids table but he's been viewing the uh, content in this space since he was 11 or 12 does he not still have uh could could he not still form a opinion on on the space I'm not. I'm not questioning his opinion. I'm. I'm questioning the the um genu genuineness of it, the genuity of it. I guess. But listen, this is what I'm telling you. This is a guy who is it's all but admitted that he's an incel. He's not accepted by anyone. So you guys want to take? Hold on, brother. Brother, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm answering the question. Just give me Go a ahead. second. Fantastic. This is what I'm saying. You've been here for 11 years as as a child to your adulthood. You've never been noticed. You've not even started making content. Your opinion is not really valued. You've seen the women come into the space and you tried to make, oh, I don't believe this in being a women's space and starting to let women in the space. But yet again, the woman in the space, you were infatuated with and you got on a sour note when she rejected you to the point of where now you're hanging around all of these manosphere troll spots. All the channels you name, okay, with the exception of like one, are people that make their whole thing about the manosphere is doing this, the manosphere is doing that. They lame. They don't get no ass. They don't do nothing. When really, that's who you are. So, but because you're railing against the manosphere, they're cool with you and they let you hang around. 
And as you said, this is your only positive interaction in life. You don't have a real life outside of the internet. He so said, you're really, you're, yeah, yo. See, fantastic, I'm just, I'm, just I'm just saying what he said. I mean, am I, am I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm saying everything he said. But you're, you're exacerbating his points. And in addition to that, like there are incels in this space. He's open and admitting that he was at one point in time. He has a woman, so he's not an incel. And, you know, um, he, he if, if anything, he just seems Doesn't like a he seems like a very introverted guy, so he doesn't get out and mingle with people. He's introverted. Wait, wait, wait. He, didn't, he didn't say he had a woman. He just said he was. Yeah, he did. He did. Actually, he did. He did say he had a woman. Oh, so you have an actual real life woman? You know what? I'm just asking that you're in a relationship with. She you know, knows I, about I don't it. like you. But I'm just asking the question that listen, this this one's saying. You guys told me to be nice. I'm being nice. I'm I'm trying to protect the shield here. And and, and I, I, if you guys are saying this, I understand it. That's not how the, the title is wor worded. The title is worded is like he's Manosphere and this is this and blah, blah, blah. This is like a representation of the Manosphere. He is not. He no, is no, not. No, 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 the title said the Manosphere raised him, meaning he was here since he was 12 years old. If you look in the description, there are a bunch of hashtags and then it does say this will be an interview with a, a person who has been in the manosphere since he was 12 years of age. Um, I, I, I don't didn't want to have any misconceptions or anything. Um, I asked him, did he claim manosphere when he first got on the panel? He did say he did. He does not claim manosphere. We, we, we did cover that. Um, so I don't want it to be any misconceptions. Like I said, um, yeah. concrete, and I thought this would be an interesting interview since he's been here since he was twelve. No, it's um, great, and it's a great interview. It's a great interview. Like I said, you guys are just doing the women's part. I'm doing the man's part, and this is okay. my thing. At the end of the day, like I said, as a man, when you're claiming and you're trying to represent something, you're trying to give your perspective on something. You have to know the angle that which you're coming at it from. So but this in, in all saying, actuality, it's... shouldn't he be able to speak more to the space than most of the people here? He's been here longer than most everybody, we... uh, you know, here, you know, exactly. He's but 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 getting still getting still, this man has nothing but negative things to say. Well, well, wait, 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 because we didn't finish all of our questions. Um, we but did but ask but even, real quick. And he did say some positive things. He he did, and not everything he had to say, but also that's based on his perception. He's entitled to his opinion. This is what I'm trying to tell you guys. When he starts saying things like women haters and all of these other things, okay. that is that is per that's that's purposely detrimental. And then he's dropping the name of people that are targeting to try and destroy the, the manosphere, like Aaron Fountain and things. So again, this dude is a plant. That's okay. what it comes off as to me. I'm not okay. saying that, that's, what, that's what I'm saying to you guys. I, I understand. I do understand where you're coming from, from that aspect of like the women haters um, and stuff like that. I do get that. And, and for a person that doesn't have a voice, he doesn't have a voice. He doesn't have a personality. He's not known in any of the, the, the common current spaces. This is the perfect opportunity for him to, quote unquote, get his shit off. And make the I space think look he's even a worse pretty dope he guy. He's extremely articulate, well spoken. This dude got he, on a Kung Lao hat and he looked like Barack in like the mouth it. and no eyebrows. Oh oh so you like a nigga with no eyebrows? Stop it! Stop it! You know what? Got I hair said, with no eyebrows. You know what? Fantastic. Okay, did I, I, you have any again, more questions, or are you seeking I, no, clarity greatly, on any I, points? I greatly, greatly appreciate you guys for your time and allowing me to, 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 to you know, to get your shit off. Yeah, to get my shit off, by all, all means, you're the same, man. Protect your image, brother. 
turn your camera off then, man. But anyway, I appreciate okay. y'all. Got it. Okay, thank you, fantastic, for coming up. Okay. Yeah. Um, shout out to Councillor Murray. He says, "What is going on here, Councillor Murray? Um, we're um, we're in the same spot. I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> we'll let you know when we find out." <laughs> Uh, shout out to Jerome Whiteside. Uh, first, I'm going to let Psycho Candy, uh, excuse me, da Mr. David, chime in on this, and then Jerome Whiteside, uh, you can you can have the floor next. Um, Psycho, excuse me, Mr. David, um, what are your thoughts so far? I didn't I didn't come up here expecting that uh, this would be easy. Okay. You know, if anything, you're you're absolutely correct in your assumption that I should be able to speak for the manosphere because I've been here since now, like now, now wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute I said <laughs> I, I, he's talking about what I said so I don't want him to say that he's speaking for the manosphere well, correction right. I no, say no he should be able to give his opinions on the space yes. right right because right. 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 we, now, we know how a lot of these individuals get you know when you say the wrong or incorrect things uh I, I want to say this that yeah I did uh, tune into Jessica X for a bit, but I wasn't up in her face like that, trying to uh, get with her like that. Because number one, I'm too young, and she's a little bit older than me. Um, I admired her, yeah, but after I saw uh, what she did on one of her streams to a certain individual that um, I'm close with on on the internet, I didn't really like that. I think the guy had valid points and. When a little bit of truth is being spoken, things tend to happen. You know, accidents tend to happen and people tend to get shut down or ignored, you know. So that's that's the situation that happened there. You can go back and watch it. It was called A Conversation with uh, She-Ra 7-1, I believe. That was the title of the stream. Thank you for clearing that up. Um, then you want to go ahead? And, did you have a question for him, Danny? I, I I I did, but I want to get well. I'm going to ask my question first, and Jerome, I promise you are up next. Um, so with the types of content that Shira Seven um produces, right? Do you feel like some of her content is just as detrimental as some of the things that you've mentioned on our show tonight? I do, but in another sense, I don't because she's she's telling women to not really go for mediocre guys. And you have so many, you have guys out there who just, they, they've been getting away with being mediocre for too long for not having any ambition, just thinking that being a man is going to be enough. You know, you have to come with, with more, you know, like I would consider myself dusty. You know, I don't really have a uh, high paying job or profession, but I mean, that's, Kind of expected because I mean I'm in my twenties. I'm coming from I just came from out of high school a couple of years ago. So hey, you know I'm a student. Now um, you 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 said something, but now I, I don't want you to sugarcoat it, right? Um, because as much as Shira Seven talks about dusty men, um, Shira Seven yeah, does she says some pretty damning things. She does. And so, you know, you have to keep it all the way a buck across the board. Um, she's talked about manipulating men, lying to men, uh, doing whatever to get the bag. So, you know, 
I, I do feel like there's damning content on both sides. Um, right, I won't right. say that's her whole channel, and nor would I say that uh, the damning content that's been produced um, within the manosphere is a, a total picture of the manosphere as well. Would you say that's fair? Yeah, that's that's more than fair. I know people kind of harp on the the fairness of things and whatnot, but that's that's actually why I've kind of gone to the other side, if you will, you know, because I've I can understand the the complaints that a lot of the ladies have um you know do i think it's right that uh you know that some people advocate for uh drugging men or taking men uh to the cleaners for everything that they own no you know but i do believe that you know we are given the sense of discernment to weed out these individuals um you know so you can pretty much kind of tell who's going to take you to the cleaners or, or drug you and whatnot. You know, I mean, if we're going to be honest, I do think uh, some of these women have a look uh, who are of that caliber. Okay. Well, we're going to go ahead and let Jerome go ahead and um, add his two cents to the <laughs> platform and give us your commentary regarding um, the interview or anything that you've heard. Um, go ahead, Jerome. Well, first, uh, Psycho Candy, I got a question. Have you ever drove 16 hours to, to see a chick you've never, ever seen before? I'm, I'm just why, I'm why, curious. Why? Have, have you ever done that? I feel like... No, I, no I've not. Um, so, in fact, I do have a... I have a woman that's... At, she's doing the opposite. She's coming abroad to see me. So I don't Oh, have, so we got a guy oh, who came oh. up here. We got a guy who came up here and called you an incel... When he drove 16 hours, really just drove. ignored. Now, now Jerome, Jerome, wait, 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 wait. I'm, making, up here I'm making a point, Sister George. Let's stick to the topic. I'm, I'm making a point about a lot of these dudes are, who are calling these guys incels are really incels themselves. You know what I mean? This guy okay. has a woman coming no, to sir. see him. No, this sir. guy doesn't hate black women or any women. He don't make three-hour live streams bashing black women. black women. Exactly. You don't do that. He doesn't do that. A lot of these content creators, one just got on, all of her content is bashing another black woman. She can't do content without You're it. Wrong. We're not taking shots, though. Hey, we I'm not keep the hey, panel respectful. Okay, I'm but just, just speak honest. generally or stick to the topic because yeah, we, we don't my, want my a is, crazy panel. My thing is, you know, I have a mother that's black. I have, uh, you know, cousins that are black women. I don't want to see black women in any dangerous situation. When you make streams every day, what you're doing is you're putting hate speech in people's heads. And that's what the manosphere definitely does. A lot of people don't realize how dangerous this sector is. And you're seeing it all over the world. And it, you know what I mean? It's, it's getting ridiculous. And you got a guy who came up here basically arguing like yeah let us let us say hate speech we don't care we don't care you know what i mean he's making every excuse in the book to hate black women and it's disgusting and we got a woman on here who makes money off of black women and then and then he says uh psycho candy is a plant but to be truth they're really the plant they're getting funded to make streams to hate black women now who really is the plant 
Okay, Jerome. Okay. Let let me read the super chat that we received from Yep, 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 Yep says pure entertainment. LOL. Thank you. We appreciate the super chat. Jerome, are you done with um your commentary? Yeah, I'm done. Like I said, man, it uh just I appreciate y'all having me up here. Um, Mr. Fantastic, organic, the maze running, yeah. Rancho bitch ass off the panel. Uh, okay, bye, bye, Jerome. Go ahead and drop them down, Danny. Um, y'all, listen, why do we got to do the ninja stuff on our panel? Like, we are not having that. Come on, like, you, you guys are welcome to come up, but y'all know how this go. Like, stay respectful. If y'all have beefs with each other, handle that outside of our platform. Right. I don't want people to get up here and, like, take shots at other people. Just come for me. You know, I mean, I can handle it. I don't mind. So, you know, they've, they've called me just about everything in the book. So uh, anyway, we can continue get this show on the road. Yes. Um, now we have uh, JB. JB, what are your thoughts of the interview and what questions do you have for David? Sure. Um, can you guys hear me? Yes, we can hear you just fine. All right. Um, so, yeah, so this is Jonathan. Um, so. I, I don't want to, I don't want to come at the brother, you know, um, at the end of the day, he's a black man. So, you know, at least I, I see him as a black man. Um, but I did, I did catch the um, interview at the tail end. Uh, so I also want to be fair. I don't know what he said in this interview, but I've seen him, you know, in other spaces. Um, I would say like, what I have to add is that um, I disagree with the characterization of the manosphere as, you know, this uh, woman hating, you know, uh, space. I think, first of all, I think it's, it's kind of, it's not monolithic, right? Like, you have a various different you know set of thoughts and you know people who are more extreme and so for example you'll have i mean i'm not throwing shots at anybody right but like you'll have for example like the donovan sharps of the world right like where you know he'll say things that are very you know exaggerated sometimes to make a point and he does this on purpose and that's his strategy um and you know he he does have a tone of somebody who may not personally like black women or sometimes and whatnot whereas you'll have like somebody like you know, let's say Bernard, who's more so just doing uh, actual, uh, in my opinion, good faith critiques, right? And and then you have Kevin, who's trying to, you know, uh, uh, restructure or rebuild black relationships, at least from my perspective. So you have like these various individuals, right, that are providing different sets of values. And I think, um, you know, and then you even have the MTRs, you know, of the world, like uh, media, uh, media tutorials, and you have, so you have various folks is what I'm saying, right? And they all provide a different uh, set of perspectives. Um, and I think it's actually important, right? Because um, I think a lot of us, you know, a lot of us who come to this space, we definitely went through the uh, red pill rage kind of a stage for sure, right? Like I went through that, um, but I it didn't drive me. I mean, at one point I did, I'm not gonna lie. Like I did get to the extreme where like, I was just like, eh, you know, F women. And like, I was really, you know, upset, but um, at the end of the day, I love black women, right? So I don't want anything to happen to black women per se. But I, I, I think the perspective of the previous uh, guy who jumped on of saying like, this is a very dangerous space. I think that's just, uh, that's insane to me because this is the first space for me where I found other people who look like me, right? Where, where, I, where I found other people who look like me uh, uh, actually saying the things that I've experienced. I'm actually, I'm actually fairly young, I'm 26, right? I'm 26 and I've already experienced some of the things that some of these brothers talk about and you know and 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 it's like just finding this space um just finding this space actually has been very good for me right because just to hear other black men saying these things and actually having that voice I've not, i'm not used to that i'm used to hearing the black female perspective of things right um and and then starting to hear like you know the bernard riley's the uh uh kevin samuels and whatnot 
you know, that was that was extremely um, helpful for me. Uh, anyway, I, I don't want to ramble on, but I just want to provide that perspective that I think it's actually a benefit. I think it's actually a benefit. I think you can take from it that some people some people may come very broken and then they'll have a certain perspective where it might be very extreme. Uh, whereas like some people, they come and they're like, OK, I see other black men talking and other black men sharing their experiences. Right. You know, and, and just as a quick example, like for me, for example, um, I was actually engaged to a black woman. Right. And that's what that's that's actually ultimately what drove me to the red red pill space. Right. Where, you know, I treated her like a queen and I was actually a good guy to her and whatnot and didn't bring any drama to her life and whatnot. Wanted to spend the rest of my life with her. And then I just ended up with heartbreak. Right. And it's like. Um, the, some of the things I experienced through that relationship um, and then through other relationships after that and before that, like I started I started now processing like, damn, like how can I do all the things that I've grown up here and black women saying they want, right? Being that dude and then still end up with like my, my heart shattered, right? And that's what drives you to a space like this. And then actually hearing from other guys' experiences, I'm like, damn, like I experienced that or I experienced this, I experienced that, right? It's not to hate sisters, it's actually to share that experience so that we know, okay, there's a common thread here and we can drive to an understanding and maybe help find solutions, um, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think that it does. I think that it does. Um, I wanted to ask, um, first I'll read the super chat. Shout out to Deborah Leonelli for the super sticker. Thank you so much, Deborah. And Thank shout you. out to bro David Johnson. He says, Sister George, facts. Oh, a shout out to me. I super chatted too. Thank me. Um, <laughs> Thanks for the super chats. What I wanted to ask Psycho Ken, excuse me, Mr. David, what do you think the manosphere actually got right? What do you think they got right? Good question. I mean, that we know that there are traits of women out there that are not really ideal. You know, they're, they're narcissistic women. And my mother's one of those people, you know, there are people who they may have lied about who they are to you. And they're not really being honest or upfront because the moment you lie or the moment you uh, start a relationship off of secrets, it's, it's doomed to fail. Um, so I think that in, in that part, you know, they did get right. There are a lot of, you know, dishonest women out here. Um, but it's not, see, that where I separate myself from these men is that it's not really specific to black women. This is every woman. Like you men up here talking Agreed. about going to other countries or getting Latinos, like that's going to change something. There's still women at the end of the day. Okay. So can I, can I say something? Real quick? Hold, hold on one, one second. Let me read the super chat. And I actually wanted to say something to you. I think that was JB. Um, we got a super chat from David Johnson, the a-hole. He says exactly 100. This space is great for black men. Thank you, bro, David Johnson. I just want to say really quickly, um, I actually agree with David, um, aka Psycho Candy's commentary that um, the the fact that this space focuses on black women um, as opposed to um, highlighting the fact that these are traits that are inherent to women. Um, I've been in other spaces spe specifically as of late and I'm hearing black men talking about their experiences and how they had these awful experiences with women of other races. And um, so, it, it, and be, before that, I mean, I knew that th these are traits that are inherent to just bad, low down, no good women. And 
you know, that is, you know, it's not something that's specific to black women, but go ahead with your comment really quickly, JB, and then uh, we'll get Jessica in there. Can I go after Jessica? <laughs> so, uh, so here's, here's what I was gonna say. So I, I think actually there is a point to be made about why, we, uh, why uh, you should focus on black women, right? For one, just in terms of just raw proximity, most of us are dealing uh, just like raw like uh, uh, stats and whatnot. Most of us are dealing with black women, right? So we can speak about our experiences. But more importantly, there uh, there are practically actual differences, right? So I happen to be lucky enough and fortunate enough to to actually have traveled, you know, across the world, and and I'm also actually um, technically I'm I'm Haitian, right? I'm I'm Haitian, but I grew up in America, right? And so I have this very interesting experience where I know, for example, how Haitian women in Haiti behave. I've been to Dominican Republic. I've been to Colombia. I've been I've been to you know, a lot of places. And women do actually behave differently. Like it's not, I think this idea that it's all women, sure, there are certain things that are female nature, like obviously, right? But there are certain things that specifically in the black uh, American, fem uh, uh, black female culture in America, like, uh, I don't know how to define that, but basically the, the black female culture in America, right? Um, and that actually even applies to, for example, a lot of Haitians who come from So you Haiti. think Westernized Haitian women don't act the same as that's America? Actually, that's, that's actually what oh. I was gonna say. That's exactly what I was just gonna say. It's like, this applies. I'm, I'm not just saying ADOS women. I'm saying like, just generally speaking, like even- I got you. Uh, I've noticed even Haitian women, right? Who uh, immigrate to America, um, if they come here at a young age, right? They basically become socialized like black American with like ADOS black women, right? And so they actually, you'll notice Haitian men, if you talk to the Haitian men, they complain about the same things once the women come here. That's why a lot of them, they don't want their, like if they had a relationship in Haiti, they wanna keep her there, right? Because they feel like, She's gonna become Americanized. That's actually a very common thing, right? And so, um, so so basically, there there is a difference, right? To to say that, oh, let's just talk about all women. I think that's then you're not ever gonna get to the heart. Of I agree this, with right? that, JB. You're right. Yeah. There is a difference. I think that Westernized that women who are Westernized are going to have like embody some of the same traits. But I think that if you go to you know. Um, Eastern Asia or something that you won't see, uh, you know, all the same types of behaviors that you might see um, from Westernized women. But I think, you know, they are, they have a completely different culture and their culture does not permit certain things. They don't have as many freedoms as liberties and, and liberties as we I, have I just, here. You know, so I, I actually disagree with this argument, right? And here's why. Go ahead. Right? So fundamentally, I disagree with this argument because I think a lot of people say this, they present it as if these women are almost like forced to be like this. It's not true, right? And again, I'll say it again, because I'm Haitian. When I go to Haiti, right, you notice the way that the uh, women, they treat their men in a certain way, and it's because they, they actually value the, it's, it's like the difference between, for example, a woman who values her femininity versus a woman who feels like they're forced, they're trying to force her to be feminine. They actually value that role. They love cooking for you. Like when I go to Haiti, they love cooking. Like all my, even, you know, my- So my why is it that Western ha Haitian women um, don't, don't value men in the same way. I think once they come to America, I mean, I hate to say this, but even my own mother, right? Like even my own mother, I, I actually had a conversation with my pops about this. Like I noticed some changes with my own mom, right? Like once they come to America, they start feeling like they start adopting this, I don't need no man kind of attitude a lot of times. They may not say it the same way, but they start adopting that. And so it actually changes their perception of men. And I've, again, I've noticed this across the board. And so um, when I go to Haiti, I, it's very interesting the treatment I get from women when I go to Haiti, it's like they treat me like a prince. And then I come back to America and it's like, interesting. Like, this is very different, right? And they actually love, they love doing that. They love treating you. They feel like that's their power, right? They feel like that's like actually, that's actually empowerment for them, right? So I hate yeah. this argument that it's like, they're just being forced or 
they, I don't like that. I, argument. I, I, I wasn't implying that they're being forced, but uh, I, I think you bring about a good point. I want to get through the panel and I want to revisit this because I think that this is an interesting point. Um, but I feel like you were kind of uh, basically um, you were kind of restating my earlier point. But let's let's come back to this, because I think that, you know, we can have some interesting dialogue surrounding this. But I want to get Jessica in and then I think Donnie wanted to go real quick and then we'll get to Leo. Um, hey, Jessica, thank you for joining Daddy us. What you got to say? Um, so <laughs> I found it interesting what he was speaking about. You're kind of low. When, um, I can turn it up, but I'm going to get... Do you guys hear static? Uh, it's not It's not really no, bad. It, it's, uh, it's easier to hear you. Okay, I'll talk a bit closer to the mic. So I found it interesting what he was speaking about before, and he acknowledged that there are certain traits that women have that are detrimental to, to society. So he was speaking about how women can be narcissistic and how they can be liars and how, you know, his mother had that trait and it caused him to think and feel a certain way. And so he personally has been impacted by those traits that women have. Um, what I find funny is that he did go on, you know, just like this panel rampage talking about me. But I don't know, I'd like to ask him if he can speak of any specific messages that I give that are harmful, although he has openly supported platforms who do give the message that is certainly toxic and he himself has been personally affected by, which is toxic, narcissistic, lying women. But he openly supports a platform like Shearer's where that's what she encourages her followers to do. So how comes he can spend days and weeks going on these platforms talking about me but not talking about the message that has actually impacted his life and caused him to come to the manosphere in the first place um psycho candy do you want to respond yes oh, sorry yes. david good question love good question um i'll say this uh the reason why i joined the manosphere wasn't specifically my mother it was issues that I was having with um, trying to obtain uh, a mate, you know, a girlfriend, a woman, a lady. That's why I joined the manager. What? I'm sorry. At 11 years old, your main concern was finding a mate. Yeah, that is pretty young. Yeah, I mean, I was a pretty a young kid. I was ahead of my time. Um, like like I said. But I mean, it was mostly all entertainment to me, really. So, Okay, you came because you found it entertaining. And from the age of 11, you were highly concerned with finding a mate, right? That is I'd what like I said, to, is it know this, And this is going to be a personal question. Um, have you had sex in the past three weeks? No, I have not. I, if you watch certain panels, you'll, so, you'll get your okay. answer. That's that's fine. Um, Wait, so what? You have been finding. Yeah, we don't have any question. Just yeah, I know, no, no, no. I was asking because I mean, like you know, there are people who are in relationships and you know don't have sex. I mean, I don't know that that's like incredibly uncommon. I guess if it was like the last three years, um, mm -hmm. it might be more alarming. But that's, go ahead, Jessica. That's fine, but um because I, I saw him having a conversation and this was three weeks ago and he said that he has never slept with a woman, he's a virgin, he's never even oh, held hands okay. with a you. woman. 
okay? He's never even held a woman's hand. I understand. So despite searching <laughs> from the age of 11, he was looking for a mate and he has not been able to secure that in 10 years. He is, in fact, an incel, as was stated earlier. Maybe and he's so, asexual. Um, Maybe he but, just... But, 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 but you know what? This is. Stop let it. me read the shout outs. Let me read this uh, super ahead. chat because this is the thing that I kind of want to get down to. And I've been trying to figure this out for a while. Um, shout out to David Johnson, the asshole. He said that's because Western ideology is the devil. Um, thank you so much for that. <laughs> and you, um, what I wanted to ask, this is what I want to ask. And this is to the chat and to the panel as well. Okay. The manosphere was supposed to be for the empowerment of men. Would everybody agree with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Being, so, being if, the, if, if, the, if the manosphere was supposed to be for the empowerment of men, it was basically supposed to be all men. It wasn't supposed to exclude anybody. Um, the manosphere did comp was comprised of some incels at some point. Would everybody agree with that? I'm not just just quickly I'm not I'm not getting I'm not saying it's a negative or anything about him being an incel I'm not but the point I was going to make because I was going to round it up is that um, when you look at the other side a lot of the times what these women do do is they throw words like incels they throw words like dusty they throw all of these ad hominems and he mm -hmm. said that personally he could relate to what the women were saying so those women were speaking specifically about him so for him he's saying okay do you know what um there's some truth in their message however the majority of men um that are in this space that come to my channel they are not incels they are not unproductive they are not dusties they are not the ad hominems that these women throw at them so although you might fit that description that you've admitted to these men don't and so they're offended at having well, all of these ad hominems thrown at them despite the fact that they are not that person so there, there's a difference there that's why you can relate to those women and other men can't well, he admitted that he, you know, had that he wasn't in cell at one point in time. And um, I guess he feel like he has evolved past that. But to be completely honest, I, I don't think I don't think that it's like a horrible thing for someone 21 to still be a virgin. I think that, that it's horrible. We're no, not I, I'm not. Horrible I'm not implying that you did. I'm not implying that you did. I'm just saying, yeah, I actually thought about it when the last person commented saying that um, Gen Z's, it's not uncommon for them to be um, virgins, but you know, he's still so young. I understand the point that you're making. This is just an aside. Um, you know, I don't think that it's, um, I don't think I don't see anything wrong with it. And I don't think that it's like a shocker that someone 21 would um, still be a virgin. But I do get the point that you're making, Jessica. And I want to allow you the opportunity to finish because we, we kind of interrupted you. And um, you, I want to give you a fair chance to you know finish your commentary. I just want to read this super chat real quick and we'll let you go, Jessica. Um, we got another super chat from David. He says, Mr. Fantastic was right. One hundred. I can't trust a nigga in a, in a, okay. And, okay. Thank you, um, David, for the super chat. We appreciate you, yeah, brother. Thank you, bro, David. Uh, no, we're not reading super chats insulting our guests, but Jessica, the floor is yours, dear. Go ahead and have at it. Hey, hey, Psycho Candy, the head is dope. 
Don't let nobody I, I hold. I'm, I'm, I'm not. I'm not like mad it. at the hat. I'm not mad at the hat. Um. So yeah, that's the point I was making. And he, like he said, his friend came onto my platform, um, and he wasn't happy with the way that I dealt with his friend. One thing his friend had also said is that he was um, that stereotype that those women were talking about. So he also was unproductive. He also was, you know, doing certain things. So what Psycho Candy and that other man have in common is that they are the men that these women are talking about. They are. So although they are, you have to realize Psycho Candy, the majority of men here are not that stereotype. They are not. So could you not see how men are upset with being t being basically painted with the brush of what you are, even though they're not? Can you not see why men would be upset by that? I mean, I must say that there's one thing that black men do a great job at is protecting their image. And you you all have come out in full force and done that today, tonight. <laughs> um, I want to say black that. Man, you, like, like you ain't a part of? I don't know. You tell me, dude, because I don't think. Well, I mean, you the one that said that you wasn't a black man earlier. I don't think amongst a racial line of thinking, so I don't know. You tell me. Then why did you just accuse black men of having? Wait, 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 game changer. Wait, 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 order. Yeah, we're we're not gonna we're not gonna jump all over them. Let's go one at a time. My bad, Posh Spice. Please, please go on, Posh Spice. No, that I just wanted to see if he would answer that question. I wanted to know: Do you think men have a right to be frustrated? by the fact that they are tarnished with an image that does not apply to them. Yeah, because I mean, I might, I mean, I look at it like this. I might not be like baby boy, you know, corn rolls and dreads or whatever, sitting around here smoking uh, Newports and weed and drinking 40s and hanging with mm -hmm. the boys or- Wow, that's what black men do. That's what black men do. Fantastic, uh-uh, uh-uh, let him, y'all yeah, gonna have to let, let him let him, get, come on. let him finish his, uh, his point. Go ahead, um, David. I'm see, next, this, by the way. This won't, this won't work. If I'm gonna be talked over, I'll just, I'll leave, you know, I'll leave. No, we're we gonna keep it, we're gonna keep it respectful. I wanna give everybody a chance to speak, but um, you guys, we, we wanna keep the comments like, you know, concise and, you know, we're not here to like berate him. If you have a point or you right. want to, um, you want to, you know, disagree with the point that he's made, then feel free to do that. But like, this ain't, a, this is not a gangbang. And I, I, I don't mean that. No, 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 Donnie is I next. Wanna, Donnie I want to see. Wait, let, let's allow Jessica to finish and then we'll move yeah. on to you, Donnie. I, I just want to see if he can answer that question. So, do men have the right to be upset about um, the fact that women are painting them with an image that's not theirs and they're treating them um, according to an image that they don't hold? Um, They do have a right to be upset. I would be upset too. But. Mm -hmm. I can't be entirely upset because I know all of it doesn't apply to me, but I, I do consider myself dusty because according to most of these people, you have to have income, you have to have, you know, be doing something with yourself. I mean, I'm going to school, but I don't have the income. You're a so. baby. Right. And that's what I said. You know, I'm, it's, I'm 21. It's expected. You know, it's like how exactly military is hiring. Hold up, just just for you. the military is always hiring, brother. You, you can change that today. 
Let that nigga live. Let, let that. Yeah. Nah, I'm sorry. Let okay, that. Let so that that's nah, a good thing. He I thought we were going in order. I mean, this is my thing is he's complaining. He's, yeah, but he's, yeah. So then if men have a right to be upset that they're being painted with this image, then why is he moaning that men are saying I'm being painted with this image that I do not hold? Both, you can't have both views at the same time. That's being hypocritical. I look at it like this. He he said that he he agrees that they have a question. Well, right. hold on, so, uh, Melo. He, he said that he agrees that they have the right to be upset, but he said he agrees that they have the right to be upset. However, that does having the right to be upset doesn't um, equate to um, having the right to berate and 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 um, you know um, and you know send out all type of verbal assaults as it relates to uh, black women. So being upset is one thing, but berating and you know. Um, talking down upon is, is a completely different thing altogether. I don't know. Can he give an example of um, a statement that he considers to be berating and what content creator it came from? I see it every day. Mr. So, Fan I mean, Mr. Fantastic, in one of his videos, he sat up there and had a whole three-hour live stream talking about Danny Lay and colorism and black women and how black and dark-skinned black women, he called these women out of, out of their name. Like low class. Okay. Okay. That's okay. A good example. Um, I'm gonna read the super chats. Um, what I did was I dropped you you guys down because it is getting a little heated. Um, we this is our guest though, and um, I will uh, rotate you guys back in. It's no um nothing personal. I just want him to be able to have his say because we did invite him. He didn't ask to come here. We invited him. So that's all I'm, I'm going to say about that. Um, shout out to David Johnson. He says, whose man is this? No, man, we are not with him. Um, shout out to David Johnson again. He said Bruce Leroy. Okay. Um, Jessica, did you finish your questions? Can, can I ask I'll a, leave can it ask there because I, I see you want to get around. I'll, I'll leave it there. Can, can I ask okay. a question? Sure. Um, so, again, I, I, don't, I don't like, you know, the ad hominem route, so I'm not going to do that, but um, I'm curious, like, because I, I think a lot of times what's missing is context, right? Um, yes, there are, there are certain statements that, you know, at surface, at, say, at face value is clearly like just berating a black woman, right? But there are certain statements that may be negative in nature, but it, it could be a fair critique, right? And so it's like, I, I see a lot of times when people are saying, okay, these people are bashing this group or bashing this group. Like, I'll, I'll, give, a, I'll give another example, right? Even when I sometimes I'll hear certain statements against black men, right? It might be a statement against uh, black men that, is negative in, in nature, but it's like, I can look at it and like, okay, I can see how, how this applies. It doesn't mean they're berating a black man. It just means this is a, in context, this is a, you know, a, a valid critique. So if we just start labeling everything, again, I, I'm not defending Mr. Fantastic. I don't know which stream he's talking about, but there's, I have this feeling that he's probably taking, because I, I did see this brother do this one time before. So I'm just going off of that, where he's probably taking something that Fantastic said in context with in regards to whatever conversation was was going on, and just uh, characterize it as such, right? And, and you I, know, I just about doing that. I just want to be well, careful. Okay, well, JB, I gotta say this because y'all like to do this like pretend game, and everybody likes to come on here, and and, and I, I call it the the um, obsidian effect. 
you guys like to come on here and when an assertion is made that we have all about something we have all seen in this space, everybody tries to pretend like they don't see it. And I need an example. You can go up and down your YouTube page, um, your, your uh, YouTube feed, and you can see all types of examples of black men berating black women. Does everybody in this space do it? Absolutely not. However, I can pull up several emails from Obsidian and just the titles of his um of his newsletters is berating to black women. And black men, generalizing black women, calling black women, dark-skinned black women, dusty, crusty, and everything under the sun is an example of berating. And it's no better than these black women who go out here verbally attacking black men. He promotes those platforms that do the same thing to the men. I look at it. I, I will, and, when the and women that's, do that's it. what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. And hey, I'm I, I understand what she, um, she was saying that this, um, these kinds of uh, ad hominem attacks happen on both sides. Now, right. you can't, now you, everybody has to be able to identify one with the other. Um, it's bullshit said on one side. It's bullshit said on the other side. Um, right, but I, we don't deny that is that black women say it. We don't say, "Give me an example." Like, let's not do it when true. black men do it. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's true. That's true. I got no, you. No, because it, no, the reason I asked him to give me an example is because I, one, I wanted to hear what he's saying, and he's not just spouting it, but two, because like I just said, he says, you know, you have these men who are calling black women crusty and dusty, but he openly supports platforms where black women call black men crusty and dusty. So yeah, I agree. I understand what you're saying, yeah. Jessica. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Now, uh, uh, well, well, uh, was that Leo? Yeah, that's, that's okay. Me. Um, Leo, I, I do want to. I'm, I'm gonna let you go next, and then I'm gonna bring uh, Mr. Fantastic back up here. But Psycho, excuse me, Mr. David. I keep calling you psycho because like when I take down the witch call, that's what I see on the witch call. So I'm sorry about that. <laughs> I do mean to call you Mr. David. Um, shout out to David Johnson. Um, he says, remember, it was a little kid that turtled on Nat Turner. Thank you so much, uh, David Johnson. Um Danny is um is um wait, is is Danny still or is Donnie still in the back? Because after Leo, we can pull him back in because he he wanted to go ahead and get his comment. I think he was up back up here before Fantastic, right? Yes, you're right. Okay, um, Mr. David, go ahead with your uh, point. I'm sorry about that. The, the point is this, you know, I'm a man, I'm a male, boy, whatever. I don't, what women say, I, it doesn't really concern me. It, it should just flow right off your back. If women are calling you dusty, so what? If women are, are calling you, so what? I've had women that call me creepy, ugly, all, all sorts of names. Who cares? Who cares? Why is it such a big issue? You all go back with this tit-for-tat game. I don't care, game changer. No, I don't. Not at all. I have not one care. You know, you all go back and forth with, with women when you could just be the bigger person. Just be the bigger person. Be the bigger person, acknowledge that you were wrong, and, 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 and call it a day. That's the only way that this is going to get solved. Hey, Psycho Candy, if you don't care what women say and it should just roll right off your back, why do you care what I say so much and why have you been on, um, I could say, probably about a good 10 streams I've seen you I don't, talking about me, talking about what I say if you don't care what women say and men shouldn't care what women say. I don't really 
care about what you say, Jessica, but I do think that you're telling these men what they want to hear, just like the rest of these uh, women in the space. So I mean, you care some, about of you what might, I say. some of you might share legitimate uh, complaints, but I do, I do think you're, you're kind of telling me, I mean, you had the deadbeat uh, dad video up there, but it didn't stay up too long. Cause I guess it wasn't really well received with your uh, male followers and whatnot, you know, but I understand. I mean, that's not no, a personal like account. Candy. Um, that was when I address you in the streams, I don't Hang really on just quickly. talk about It was an I impromptu talk. stream. I did a stream um, maybe like two nights ago about Kim Kardashian and Kanye West getting divorced. All of my impromptu streams come down. They don't stay up. Interesting. That must be a new policy then. No, it's just always been that way. Always been that way. Cycle Candy, here's, here's why we care, because we're men, right? And here's the thing. This is where I think a lot of us defer with you. Again, I'm not saying this, uh, to be clear, I'm not saying this as an ad hominem, right? But the fact that you as a man will even refer to yourself as Dusty, I think is very different from a lot of the, uh, you know, grown competitive men that I'm around, right? And and to me, like I have, it's not just about image, it's about, you know, the fact that, you know, especially if you are a productive man in society, right? Like you're actually, you know, working and hustling and putting in the work, like it's, it's, it's not something that you want where you want your, especially, you know, your own women to be, you know, portraying your certain way or whatnot. And so we're countering that image. It's, it's less even about like, you know, bashing people or whatnot. And, and I don't agree with people who just flat out bash black, black women or any woman, by the way. But I think it's more so about the fact that there is a quick, a, a big difference here where you openly refer to yourself as dusty. I may say that in a super chat, but I'm joking around, right, to make a point. But I, I would never call myself dusty. I'm a product, I'm a productive man in society, and I'm putting in the work every day. And and so I think that's where we defer is where you say, you know, why do you guys care? As men, you should be the bigger person. We care actually well, because of the fact that we're men. JB, um, I want to get Leo in here, but I think that you do bring about some good points. But to me, the fact that he that is the image that he has of himself should be all the more reason why brothers should rally around him. Like he needs support. He's young and like whatever issues he has or insecurities he has, um, he can certainly overcome them. And that's my hope for him. But I'm going to read the super chat really quick. And then I want to hear from Leo. Uh, we got a super chat from Zero. He says, you're complaining about men's harsh words. Also, in the beginning, he was talking about how women said things nicer. And that was good. What the F? Um, I, I don't have any problem with men being direct, being assertive and using whatever type of language they want. But I, I, I just like to call a spade a spade. If, you know, I, I don't like this, like, you know, I don't like the pretend game or I don't, I don't like any kind of like one sidedness. Black women are black women got a lot of work to do. There are a ton of areas of opportunities that black women need to address but so do black men. And that's just my whole point as it relates to um, the comments that I made. But nonetheless, I don't want to get on a tangent. You guys know how I do when I get on my soapbox. So um, Leo, what are your comments, bro? Can you guys hear me? Crystal clear. All right. Um, Psycho Candy. Like I've been in this space for three years. And um, one of the, the main things I get accused of is Oh, you must hate women. You must hate black women. Why do you listen to these guys? And the reason why I tell people I listen to this space is because it's a good space for men. Because if you listen to more of the positive things and apply it to yourself, then you have no problem 
being in the space. And what I find what a lot of people do is that they dwell on all the talking points that they don't like and then just paint the space as that. For example, like some people don't like Ramil's pump and dump talking point or ideology. I get it. Some people don't agree with that. But if you dismiss Ramil off of that, you wouldn't hear that he has business screams helping brothers trying to figure out how to flip houses or try to get a business started. Like there's also other screams where brothers teach about politics, brothers teach about the the child support system and how unfair it is and how to get around that and how to deal with that if you're in that situation. So my question is, is that do you pay attention to these conversations at all or do you just only dwell on some of the negative shit? Because the mental sphere is not perfect. I hear some stuff I don't like too, but I don't dwell on it. So my question is, is do you pay attention more to the negative stuff or do you try to uh, at least get some knowledge from the space as much as you can? I mean, there are positive things, but like I said, I don't, there aren't really too many things that these guys can teach me when you break them down at the end of the day and look at their, their backgrounds and their, their history. Okay. Because knowing who Ray Mill is and um, a little bit about him, I would never, ever, really take advice from him like that. Uh, I mean, granted on cryptos and, and flipping houses, I mean, that's good and all, but that doesn't really provide any tangible value to uh, society, I would say. But they okay. also give they, they also give dating advice too. And I've heard plenty of good dating advice from Manosphere Brothers. I've heard do say, don't date at all till you have your shit together all the way financially. Don't get into no relationship or marriage until you vet the hell out of your chick and you're at least over the age of 30. I've heard brothers say, don't move in with a chick because you put yourself in a less dominant position and you put that woman in a dominant position because she has the power to kick you out. Like, there's plenty that's of all good... A1 advice, to be honest. Yes, that's that. And the thing is that people literally don't hear none of these messages at all because they get so butthurt about some of the talking points that they disagree with and then write the space off as that. And then what what makes me mad is just like Jessica said, you will have people pretty much assume that, you know, you're this bitter dude that's an incel that just hate women. Now, Sister George and Concrete, You've seen me in this space. You've seen how I interact with women. Would you say I'm a misogynistic person? Not at all. No. No, okay, I don't get so... misogynistic uh, vibes from you at all. Um, but I did want to ask David, do you think that the manosphere is a monolith? Um, not necessarily, because there's different facets to the manosphere. Uh However, I will say this, the main reason why this, why people even men join this space is because they have a, some kind of problem with women. Whether they can't get women, whether women treat them bad, or whether they pick the wrong women. Because honestly, I have to question, what type of but women... Wait, 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 let them get it up, let them finish. I have to question, what type of folks, what type of women are you folks dealing with? Because that's not women I've I've seen in, in my every day-to-day -day life. Not at all. 
Um, I'm gonna read these super chats real quick. Uh, David Johnson to hell with this nigga release the hounds. Thank you so much, brother David. Um, shout out to David Johnson again. He says, wait a minute, did he just say buying and selling property isn't tangible? Thank you so much, brother David. And and real quick to this to this brother's point, by the way, to Leo's point and what David just said. I live in Atlanta, right? And what's interesting is to just to Leo's point. Um, I've met a few wholesalers. I actually do real estate on, on the side, right? And I've met a few wholesalers and I didn't even know about Ramil like on this, on the Manosphere side, but I've actually met a few wholesalers when I asked them like, how did they get into real estate? And they mentioned this Ramil guy that I never heard of before until I came across. Really? Yes. And, and, and yeah. so I actually heard about Ramil outside of the internet, right? Just from yeah. random guys yeah. in Atlanta, random wholesalers, right? So to Leo's point, I actually, regardless of whatever opinions I may have of Ramil or whatever, I view him. I view his contribution to the space as a net positive. I've actually never even heard him talk about pump and dump, whatnot. I don't follow his stuff. But my point is, that is a tangible benefit. Is you have brothers out here actually making bread, right? Like being productive, and just because I, they were inspired by a fiber mill. Listen, I think this goes to that point. Like, do you, you know, like, you know, is it real? Do you focus on the message or the messenger? I can understand why some people don't want to, um, you know, listen to Ramil's content. Ramil has openly said that he's pimped women. Like some people may be like, I don't want to hear anything that he has to say. However, some people might say, despite the fact that I may not agree with his character, he may have a message or something that is of a benefit to me. So to each his own. But I, I mean, um, yeah, I think that some people will take that message, the whole, uh, you know, chew the meat and spit out the bone and apply what he has to say. But some people, are, you know, are going to look at your character and assess you based off that and say, I ain't rocking with nothing he got to say. Okay. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Jessica X is about to drop down. Jessica, did you have anything else for Mr. David? Um, no, that's it. I'm sure other people have plenty of questions for him, but, um, thank you, Sister George Concrete Rose for having me up. And I'll thank you for joining in. Jessica. Right, thank you, Jessica. Bye. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Um, Leo wasn't done with his point. So I wanted to give him an opportunity to finish his point up and, um, then we'll go ahead and get Donnie on in here. I mean, he said that, um, a lot of dudes that come to the space probably come to the space because they have issue with women. And I mean, there's some truth in that, but that's not a bad thing because like I pointed out, uh, with some of like the dating advice, I hear some of the brothers get, um, like ARC, for example, who talk about his Mo One philosophy. You know, I've heard some brothers in this space, like I heard Cut to the Chase, what last show, talk about how he's at least tried to use that. And I think, again, it really depends on what you listen to and focus on. And I think for a lot of like the the anti-manosphere people, they don't listen to anything positive. They just skip right past it and all oh, uh, they just focus on the negative. And I'm like, if you only dwell on a negative, you're not going to get nothing out this space. So, uh, you know, if if yeah, you would take but... the time to find some content creators in the manosphere that you like and you feel a positive and just stick with them i promise you you won't have no trouble with this space okay fair point um thank you so much brother leo shout out to not webs world he says take the thank you not so webs world we appreciate the super chat uh, 
Um, Donnie, Leo, what are your what are your? I thoughts? just wanted to tell Leo that um, I like that he brought up a really interesting point um, regarding you know the, the the messages that people receive from this space and the fact that I, I mean it, I've seen some content creators that would be. Um, considered trolls have very, very good content that is extremely beneficial. O'Shea used to have like, uh, you know, people come on there talking about like how to start a trucking business. He would have um, Erica, I can't think of her name, Williams, um, come on there and talk about how to get into flipping homes and all type of different um, businesses that she had going on and how, you know, um, black people could, you know, get um, get in on uh, a lot of the things that she was doing. So there is there are are definitely some benefits to this space and um, I don't ever want to come off as though I'm not acknowledging that um, I, I, I think you know uh, amongst all the muckety muck there there are definitely some some great benefits to the space but sorry about that go ahead uh, Donnie all right so you know I didn't get to come on here earlier the way I wanted to because I was at one percent so I was really trying to push it earlier but let me say this long live the habitual line steppers and how are my two favorite pick things doing today it's been a day. It's been a day. Um, this has been what probably said. uh one of our most interesting interviews so far. So um, you know, David, shout out to you. You're taking it like a champ. Um, so yeah, yeah, but this is <laughs> this has been interesting. I am okay. being grilled more uh probably more than the CIA would grill you for security clearance. Well, you know what? Let me say this. Don't don't let nobody hold you on that hat. The hat is fly. If you put it together right now, I don't know how the rest of your outfit look, but you know, if you put it together right, the hat is fly. So you can look fly let... in a fedora, trust me. Well, I know. I don't I don't take anything that people say here personally, you know, because I'm the only so far I'm the only man that is cammed up on this panel and does not represent himself with a uh avatar of some sort. You well, know, you know what? Let, let me get the thirteen percent on my phone, and, I, and I'll pop on the camera for you. But uh, uh, my thing is this: um, as Jessica said, X, and I had no idea of this. Right? She said that you were a virgin. Is that true? Are you still a vir virgin, or have you, have, you, have you popped the cherry? I'm just trying to figure where you are. I mean, that I am. I think it's normal. I mean, it should be normal, but unfortunately, in the culture and country that we live in. It's it's not, you know, I mean, I look at it as like this, you know, I have immense self-control and discipline. I know who my children are and they don't exist yet. So. Um, all right. Uh, that, that wasn't a personal job, though. No, I, I, I care less. But no, I, my, the point I'm making with it is, OK, so you're a virgin. That's, that's fine. You do it based on religious beliefs or because earlier I also heard that you were incel. So incel applied with virgin. I'm getting that you tried but weren't successful. So now, you know, at this point, it seems like you you've come to terms with it and you're making uh, lemonade out of limits. I mean, I held the view as a child that, you know, I'd save myself for marriage or the or the person that I would be with until uh, death. Um, and I still do hold true to that uh, value, I guess you'd say. As a uh, child, right? I'm sorry. As, as a child, you said yeah. as a child. Yeah, and and then what age did you hit incel where you tried to get it but couldn't get it? Probably in my teen years. You know, you see, I I wanted to. I mean, sex is not really a big deal. It's more so intimacy or uh, sharing that connection with someone. Right, um, right. But you but you said incel, so I'm I'm 
you know, yeah, in, involuntarily sell it to somebody. He tried to get, you know, try to get a little bit of coochie, but it didn't but, work. I mean, it's not, it's not about sex. It's more so a relationship because you can get, I can get sex easily. I can pay a woman and do, or I can even go abroad and do what most of these dudes, some of these dudes do, but I haven't. Right. But if, but if you're involuntarily celibate, do you know what the television, I'm sorry, the definition of celibate is? Yeah. You uh, abstain from sex. Yes. Okay. So you're involuntarily abstaining. Well, at, from sex. at one, at one point, I was, I was, I would, I would consider myself an incel because I hung out oh, in communities. Can, I hung can out I, in forums. Okay, so being that you were involuntarily celibate for a period, um, and 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 I know Concrete had came on and said something about Africans and and, and them, but my thing here is is that you come from a background that doesn't really attach yourself to black people. Uh, you don't claim yourself as black. Uh, you don't hang out with black people in real life. Uh, it doesn't sound like it's too much unless they are kind of self-hating, self-deprecating black people. I, in my opinion, it sounds like you are a Clayton Bixby, and then you get on the platforms and and, and talk about huh? Mr. Fantastic. Oh God. Well, oh, but I'm just saying, you, 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 sound like, you sound like a self-hating black man, and then you get on these platforms and speak on oh, black Lord. men, and then you speak on relationships which you've not really had, and then we're supposed to take you as an authority on the subject. You're only 21. In reality, you're only a baby. You're not supposed to take any man as an authority. Again, you're only 21. So I can have a conversation with JB. I can have a conversation with Leo Anthony. Sister George, I can have a conversation with about relationships because we've had relationships. We can see where people are coming from, right? Uh, we, You don't got no resume. You you said that you were how fair is it to call him self hating when he like all because he's given his critique of this space though he's oh. not saying all oh, black oh, men ain't ish. Well, let me break it. I agree. Down. He called himself dusty. He said yeah, that no, he like that, that, he, said, he can he have a low self image of himself, but I don't. That's, see that's that not that's, that's low self esteem, right? There. He made an excuse for to why he doesn't want to call himself as black, saying other people, other countries don't call people black. And then he went back to talk about two kids in school who who made fun of him, which was typical for Americans. What black person in here has been to school and you ain't had the dirty dozens or the Joneses or whatever you want to call it happen to a kid? So he does everything he can to separate himself from black culture. How many? Okay, I, I ask you this: You don't even date black women. Which one of you ladies on the panel is out here looking for a nigga with a perm? And and to be fair, like the first time, that's, that's, that's not but, fair. But, wait, a minute, but, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We do question. have to, we do have to rotate um, some other people in because we are yeah. at the two hour fourteen mark. Okay. Um, so I want to answer Donnie's question, Danny. You uh, you can rotate if you need to, but yeah, y'all have Donnie, Donnie, he said he said ain't got a perm because he said that he, he has no to eyebrows. Get, that he has not dated a black woman but he specifically said that he would he talked about the fact that there are beautiful black women in the chat and like he he's not saying that he would not date a black woman you guys and are, he specifically said that he's 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 he's
Hold on, fantastic. Because we want to, we don't want to rotate you out. Let's just, I'm going to let Donnie finish his point and I'm, I'm going to stop interrupting. So Donnie, please don't ask us any questions and <laughs> um, then we'll, we'll get you in. Fantastic. He, I, my thing is, he said the black woman rejected him. And his whole game is tailored to, and I'm not hating on the brother's game, and I'm not speaking on the brother's eyebrows, because, you know, I don't know what the fuck that could be. You know, that could be natural, that could be unnatural. It, it could be whatever it is, right? I, I The brother got a perm. It, it, the niggas I know with perms is pimps and, and niggas who's trying to get them some white women. You got bait for certain fish. So my thing is, you don't, you're not with a black woman. You can say that you want to be with a black woman. You will date a black woman. We don't see the proof in the pudding. Why should you be Oh, okay, you got a picture with a black woman? I'm I'm not understanding what that's supposed no, to be. That's that's the woman I like. And for the record, that I, I this, can't see. This is my this is my natural hair. I don't have a perm. But see, bro, you only say you only say don't interrupt. You will be dropped now. If y'all interrupt, this is not gonna happen. Sir. If I were to put a perm into my hair, it would eat sir. my hair. I was born with ectodermal dysplasia. Okay. Uh, hair, teeth, nails, uh, skin. You know what? You know what? Um, stop ask, answering questions about your physical appearance because that's not what we're going yeah, on. You don't have to reveal that, but you know what? Let's not, let's not even talk. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, let's keep it away from his personal appearance. Let's talk about his talking points or things that he said that you disagree with. But come on, like, y'all, this no, this no, is no, completely I'm, unfair. I'm, I'm, I don't well, like no, no, no. Hey, that's right. actually a good I'm, thing because now I'm, 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 I'm a chill. I'm a chill because he was born that way. So he has a. Well, yeah, but why does he have to reveal that. that in order for people to be willing to chill? I, that's like unfair. It could I'm be not stretching. Stretching. I, my it goal is not stretching. to Okay, go ahead, Donnie. I'm gonna let you finish. My goal is not to let you finish with you. I'm not trying to get to you. Like I said, that is cool, right? So you got ectodermal dysplasia. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? I like I said, I didn't know about the eyebrows. I asked you questions. Uh, typically when you see black men out here with a perm, they're going for a certain type of element. You, you, you hunt with the type of bait that you're looking for. Everything... That, okay, let's move uh, away from that, please. Everything about you that, that is spoken outside of the way you look, right, has spoken, I don't like black men, or I don't want to consider myself a part of black men. You said that you don't consider yourself black. Correct? You consider yourself black? Once again, I don't look at things from a racial based perspective. Correct. Okay, so you don't consider yourself black. Uh, you don't hang out with black people in real life, correct? I live around black people in real life, Latinos, Hispanics, blacks. I can live around all ages. I help, I, I help the single mother. She came to me. She's a black lady, young black woman. The same oh. kind of people that you all like to get okay. up here and integrate. Helped her how? Okay, but Donnie, you you know what? See, that we, we do got other people yeah. on the panel. Where is this line of questions? You, 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 you done had you about 10 good whole minutes. I, shit, I don't yeah, even yeah. think. Can we, can we get on with it? We have more people and I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, let's. Uh, yeah. And, and, and we want to, yeah, move the panel forward. So, okay, um, Donnie. Shout out to John Doe. He said Donnie is speaking facts. Thank you so much, John Doe. We appreciate you. And um, we will come back around um, for, for a closing commentary, and you guys will be able to speak your piece respectfully. But for now, we'll go ahead and move the panel forward. Um, Mr. Fantastic and then Game Changer, please be respectful. I, well, well, listen, man. Listen, he called my my thing out specifically. So on the the Danny Lay dark skin thing, what was so disrespectful, Mister Fantastic Eight Two Four? You sat up there. Your wife. So. 
were talking about these women, you referred to them as bees and, and other names that I will not. Do you listen to rap music? Do you listen to rap music? No, well, not not that kind of rap music. I like like. Okay, so so it's something that it's something that being that you're not black, it's something that we do in black culture all the time. So next next well, one, what's the next issue? So it's acceptable. It. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Just like black, it's acceptable oh. for black women to call. Black oh, wow. men, niggas, and bitches, and dusties, and all these other things. It's a cultural thing. You want to understand. Next next issue, next problem. Go ahead. I guess it's normal to disrespect uh, women. Well, it's know? not disrespect. I mean, black women do it's call it. each other bitch all the time. So, again, like I said, it's a cultural thing. It's where, like, you know, do it in rap music and oh, whatnot. Exactly. What so, what's the next thing? Go ahead. Okay. Mm. I see. I, I see what you're on about here, Mr. Well, that's Finn. the thing. You don't, you don't see, brother, because you, you cannot connect. For one, like you said, age does mean a lot. You have no life experience. You keep, you keep, you're up here. You keep saying you don't identify as black. You don't understand black culture. Okay, you cut the crap. Man. What does that have to do with you everything speaking about black talking about colorism? You found three hours to sit here and talk about colorism and dark skinned black. Well, you found three hours to watch and, it. And, you found and, three hours to watch it. And. No, I didn't. Wait, wait, wait. Did you find three hours to watch it? I only watched part of it. I don't. I don't have the time to sit up here and listen to the nonsense. Well, well, hold on, well, hold on. You, wait, you wait, have wait, to have wait, the time wait, because wait, you're, you're wait, critiquing wait, wait. it. Fantastic. Hold on, fantastic. hold on, hold on. Y'all, y'all, y'all gotta stop protecting him, man. Listen, I know, but let him answer. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. First of all, let me say this: It's not protecting him because you do have. It's been ten people up on this panel. And mainly people have been going at him. So we have to take account for that part. Um, and then it's He's not, a man. Yeah, I but we, we it's no, guess, no matter who our guest is. Like if we ask somebody okay, to come he's, on, we're not going to let... Like he's a man. Wait, 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 wait. This is what I'm saying. I'm not trying to run y'all shit. With all due respect, you know this, but this is what I'm saying, man. This even the chat is telling y'all to on this one, man. Y'all, this he 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 agreed to this, okay. He agreed to this. He's a man. He's coming here saying that the black. Okay, so we'll let you speak to him, but but I'm saying the the whole thing is this though. I I understand what you're saying, and I I do think I understand what you think is when other when y'all go on other content creator shows and the the panel gets too heavy. Other content creators interrupt just like y'all would interrupt when the panel gets too heavy. That's all we're saying. That's it. Listen, I just want to say this. I'm going to let you speak to him. However, like, you know, we don't want, like, we ain't trying to do it, invite somebody on the panel and allow and throw them to the wolves and allow everybody to jump on them. Yeah, but like, come on, if you Yes, on your panel, I wouldn't come on your panel like berating your guests and stuff. It's just, if you get, if, again, listen, listen, this dude is not a creator. Listen, he's not a contract creator. He is. He, he literally I'm, did this I'm, to I'm, get all videos out there. To get all this shit off, nobody cares about him or even knows him unless he's going around like Jessica told you. Literally you talking about the you campaign against the because oh. he feels rejected. This Come on, this is fantastic because we got a, we got three more people on the panel. So I'm gonna let you speak your piece. Just like don't go below the belt. Like I mean, I get it. You can talk to a man to man. I get that. Well, go ahead. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm, this is this advice I'm gonna give you, dude. Listen, listen. Instead of you trying to fucking hate and do all this other shit and whatnot, what have you, I promise you, I've done more for black women than you've ever done in your life. Okay. You guys want to use Ramir Ramir? I'm the fucking epitome of fucking black male success. You understand me, bro? So for you to come here and try to say just because I have a talking point or a topic about one thing, I'm somehow a woman hater, bruh, I got a wife, I got a black wife, I got a black daughter, all right? 
or had a black wife, however the hell you want to see it. Only thing I deal with is exclusively black women. Yeah, they like light skin, but they still black. So for a dude that can't even get a black woman, they're not feeling you, they're not entertaining you, they think you're a joke, and what you're allowing yourself to be do is used, bro. These people, all the people you named are black manosphere haters. These are black women that are using yeah. you to say you grew up around around this, watching this and all this other thing, and, and look what you get. Look at this. They're clowning you, bro. They're literally saying, this is what happens to you when you watch the black manosphere. You become a dude that looks like you, can't get women like you, you turn into an incel. So you literally I mean, allow the same right. people that you think are on your team use you to be exactly what you're trying to rail against, bro. You don't even represent us anyway. So have a nice have I don't have represent you. I'm have, I, I hope you get success. I really, really hope that you you start Thank trying you to, you know, person. listen to us and, and get something positive out of it. Thank you, fantastic. We appreciate you. Uh, I just want to say this. Thank you. Like our our reason for uh, asking you um, for an interview definitely was not to shine a light on the manosphere to say, ah ha ha ha, this is what you get. Right. I, I was especially intrigued when you responded to the email. I could, I hadn't even seen any of the um, interviews that you did. I knew that you were articulate. I was, I knew that you were um, extremely intelligent, and I knew that you had a unique perspective and that was the reason that i was like absolutely let's do this this is yeah. like we don't we don't we don't use people for clout and and, and um in order to you know shine a light on this space and say how horrible it is neither one of us even think that this is a horrible space so that's not what we're doing and i, I you know I, I just wanted to clear that up the, Look, Kareen ahead. Henry says, "Ladies, you're doing a great job as moderators. Thank you, Kareen, and I I sincerely agree that they are doing a very great job uh, moderating this debate. Thank they should you have stuck you all." Chat, <laughs> well, we're gonna go ahead and let Game Changer time in, and then we got Tony. Let's talk that will allow to um, give her commentary as well. Go ahead, Game Changer. Okay, thank you. So, David, um, I didn't catch the beginning of the stream, but as I understand it, you have a girlfriend. However, you, the two of you, are not um, sexually involved, correct? Um, not yet. I mean, these are personal questions. I don't know, man. I don't know what other man uh, gets so into another man's sexuality like that. It really is sus suspicious. How so? Um, I mean, I don't ask you about your sexual partners or whatever. I don't announce that I'm an answer. I guess you told us, you know, you, you told us that you uh, may have had some kind of menage a trois with um, some individuals. I'll just leave it at that. Um, it's not really an individual if it's a menage a trois, but um, I see where you're going with it. I, I, see, I see where you're going with this. All right. So um, the reason why I asked is because I was curious about how did you meet her? And how does she take the news that you didn't want to have sex with her? I mean, I, I I would love to have sex with her if she was here, but she's abroad. Abroad where? Um, she's visiting some relatives uh, in Ghana, but she's from Italy. Have you met her in physical person? No, but that's the whole purpose of her visit next month. Okay. So you you say that you're choosing to not have sex. However, the first opportunity that you have with um, a woman, you're going to take it, correct? I don't know. I just couldn't jump in like that. It would make me a but bit But you think that you wanted to. You look forward to doing that. I mean, I do, but there's much more to it than just sex. You know, 
this is my first time being really intimate with someone. So mm -hmm. what is what is your point, Gim? No, I'm just curious. You know, this is like to get to know you and your lifestyle. So I'm curious. So you've never actually been intimate with a woman. I understand that. Right. Um, we, several now, guests so, come in. So would you would you classify that your conversations with her as a form of intimacy? Yeah, I would say so. Okay, and just general attention and having somebody listen to you and understand you as a form of attention. Yes, doctor. Okay. Um, no, not a PhD. Um, however, um, I am curious. Now, um, do you feel the same type of intimacy when you're on the panels with women? No, doctor. I don't, Mr. Psychologist. I don't. Okay. So um, game changer. We're going to have to wrap it up because we do. Okay, have okay, so there, let me conclude. Let, let me, let me conclude. Here, here's where I'm going with this. I think that as a person who lack intimacy with women, um, you are berating the manosphere in an attempt to gain intimacy from women like, you know, the ones online, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Wait, right quick, right quick. Let me, let me, let me, let me, you're doing this just so women can talk to you and acknowledge your existence, which is something that they generally don't do. And that's something you wish women would do. Right quick, right quick, right quick, right quick. And since online contact with women is the only contact with women you know, this is the closest you've been to pussy, literally. So that's what I'm saying. Okay, game changer. We sought him out. We sought him out. He didn't. I'm not talking about you two, but you did seek him out because of his online presence. You, you're not going to his house and sucking his dick. So let's be clear. Oh his God. only his only interaction with women is this, and that is why he is catering to their um to their talking points. Period. All right, I'm Thank done. Thank you, game changer. We appreciate okay. you, Mr. Fantastic. Um, I don't. He, he says we didn't know who you really were, and we were snaked. Um, Mr. Fantastic, it's always love as it relates to you. You know, we just want to ensure that anybody who is uh, willing to come on the panel and open up and be vulnerable and take the time out to speak with us, that you know, we allow uh, fairness and don't allow the entire panel to jump all over them. But right. thank you. It's always all love. At, you know, uh, of course. I agree. Uh, no, no, I'll say this. At least I didn't have. To buy a woman a stove or drive 16 hours to attend. Well, okay. So let me read this really quickly. Um, we got Chaz B9A. She says, Excellent job, ladies. Thank you, Chaz. We appreciate Thank you, dear. You, um, and then we got, I think, Miss J is next. Uh, Miss J, what are your comments on the topic, dear? I mean, what we're witnessing is simply a generational divide. Um, everything that he has explained is what Gen Z does. They're not racially focused. They folk, they um, basically socialize more online than in real life. They're less sexually active. They're not sex obsessed like the older generations. So people just don't understand him because of that. That's all it is. How he's talking, how he's expressing himself, how he's feeling, that's how Gen Z is. <laughs> Period. If you talk to Gen Z, that is how they are. They're not as sexually active. They don't have a ton of, they don't run with the whole group. They don't have the group think like that. They socialize online. That's all it is. They're not pro-black like we are, where we see everything being through a black lens. 
And so mm-hmm. the people of an older generation, the millennials who are now almost 40, you know, the Gen X who are pushing 60 and the baby boomers, they don't relate to what he's talking about. That's all it is. And because he grew up from a younger age, he was listening to them. He was taking what they were saying at face value because he wasn't out there in the world. He just took what they said and just ran with it. Now that he's older, now that he's talking to a woman, now that he's seeing more things, he thinks they're full of shit. That's all it is. You can see the same thing with the women where, you know, if you ever want to see a huge fight, talk to the younger girls about having children out of wedlock. You will see a horrific fight between women because the younger generation don't play that as much and they look down on that. And the older generation feels some type of way about it. It's just a generational divide. That's all it is. He is Gen Z. Not being sexually active is very different from being from not having sex at he's all. Va- saying he values intimacy, like he said. He's not pussy upset. He's not trying to pump and dump. And he's not trying to just fuck that. his way through life. He wants love. Um, he wants a girlfriend. That's what he's saying. That's you're clowning him for that, but that's how he feels. But he's literally they, they've had sex on their phone since they were preteens. They're not they don't think about it the same way you do. Before, when we were younger, you had to stay up late and watch, you know, a piece of titty on HBO, you know, or Cinemax After Dark. They've had hardcore porn on their phone since they were 12. They don't think about it the same way you do. That's all it is. Jay, you brought a completely different perspective and it, 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 you know, has enlightened me. So to be honest, I actually feel attacked because, oh, never mind. I ain't going to say what I was (laughs) You know what? But the older, I'm just saying the older generations, no, no, I'm just saying the older generations are going to feel a type of way because they're rejecting your culture. They're rejecting your life. They looked at what happened. They said, you know what? We don't want that. And older generations always feel that way about younger generations. Always. But this is, but this is an incorrect. This is just, this is just, this is just part of life. And now you're witnessing the new generation coming up and people are in their feelings, but that's just how it is. So this is an incorrect characterization. I get what you're saying. You're, what you're saying is correct. Like the, the younger generation is having less sex, et cetera. But that's very different. I mean, it's 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 such a, a stretch to, to, to say that somebody who's literally, uh, well, by his own words that I've heard him say before, maybe not here, uh, that he's an incel, right? Um, somebody who said that he was. Yeah, yeah, sure. But he's saying he's not. He's the reason why he's incel. I'm just making a point. I'm just making a point. Just, just hear me out. I'm making a point. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, it's very different when people are having less sex than somebody who's literally never had sex, right? I, there, there's a, a drastic difference there, right? Because it, there's not gonna, a drastic difference. There is there's a drastic not a drastic difference. difference. The reason why he has not had sex is because he wants a relationship. If he wanted to just fuck around like the older generations would, he would get some chick, see yeah, her drunk at a party, have sex with her, and get it over with. He but doesn't want that. Columbia, like most men do. You don't even have to go that far. You people have links in their bios for forty dollars. They'll come meet up with exactly. you. Exactly, I'm saying he can, he can, he can, he damn some chick on IG, and she don't care how you look as long as he has the money. He does not want that. That's okay. the thing you're not listening to him say. He, he's not an incel because he's not an incel because he can't get sex. He's an incel because he he wants a relationship. Sure, There's a difference. Fine. That's I, I get. Listen, I get that. We're, we're, that's fine. Right? What I'm saying is that what I'm saying is 
it's a very different characterization of somebody who is saying, okay, I'm waiting for marriage. Or whereas in his case, when I heard him describe this before, like today I'm hearing him say, he sounds very different, by the way, today versus how I've heard him in the past, right? That just by his own word. I'm, I'm not using ad hominem here. Yeah, not- same thing for your queen bee, Jessica X. Well, JB, I want to get move the panel forward and we're going to come back to you. You'll be the first to comment after I get EC and Webb's world in here. Um, so I, if you have something you can wrap up within 30 seconds, go ahead. Otherwise, we'll be coming back to you in a few minutes. OK, so basically what, what I'm saying is this, is that um, it's this is not an ad hominem, right? It's not me trying to attack the brother's character, right? I have nothing against you. I, I respect your, you know, your, your approach to life and whatnot. What I'm saying is essentially your initially when I when I first heard you, you said uh, you said, you know, first of all, you said you didn't identify as black. That's the first thing I heard you say. You said you didn't deal with black women. They're not your type, et cetera. These are things I heard from your own mouth. Right. And so and then and then you described how you had trouble getting, you know, getting access to sex. Right. And so now you're saying something slightly different, which is fine. But that's very different from people who are saying, OK, we're having less sex because we're you know more afraid of pregnancies, et cetera, et cetera. That's very different. And it's not it's not correct to make those the same things just to kind of make what he's saying align with Gen Z or whatever. Like it's not the same uh, uh, analysis. That's all, that's all I'm thinking. Okay. Thank you, JB. We appreciate you. Um, I'll let you, David, if you have something to say, I'll let you chime in first and then we'll get EC in here. I mean, it's not even like I've mentioned, I can go to a prostitute. I can go get a crack whore from off of the street to have sex with. Do you think I want to do that? No, because there's no intimacy in that. I can't, I'm not that kind of person. I can't just sleep around with whoever, you know? I just, I can't do that. That To me, that's not moral. Do you have a woman available to you to sleep well, with? Hello, game changer. Oh, game game changer. changer. We're going to go in order. Um, I want EC and then Webb's world. Um, EC, uh, what's your commentary on the topic? Uh, we can't hear you. Can you adjust your volume? Hello. Hey, there you go. Hi. Hello. Yes. We can hear you now. Oh, What's wait, your okay. comment, dear? Yes. Um. Okay. So I've been just listening to a lot of these guys in the group just basically bagging on Psycho Candy about his um, past with women and stuff like that. And I think that the reason the manosphere exists in general is because they don't have the mindset that Psycho Candy has as far as like want just the reason a lot of these men are angry is that they are mad at the choices that they made with their penises and so this is where this whole red pill mindset come from and so since Psycho Candy did not make those mistakes he can look at the situation with a clear set of mind he's met manipulative women but he didn't like destroy his life behind it either because he thought with his head on top of his shoulders and I think that's what they're low-key jealous about to be honest with you and so I that was the one thing that I noticed and then also with um with Psycho Candy like he's it's true like with the mindset that if you just want to do the act that's where all the bad things in your life come from as men so um, I'm glad that this new generation is taking a step back and looking at how their actions can affect their futures when they're just thinking like that. Ma'am, can you be more- Are you gonna fuck him? 
All right, Lucy, are you going to talk Game changer. No, come on. Like we we're not we're trying not to well, kick well, anybody just, down because you, just, you know, no, 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 game no, changer. no, 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 no. Okay, so let me read the super chat. Let yeah, me read the super chat. Wait, wait, wait. Before you read that, let, let's let's get some shit straight. When we come to y'all's panels, to y'all's platforms, y'all can't ever say that concrete and I disrespect your platform if you tell us not to do something. So don't come over here with that BS because that's not gonna fly. When y'all come, when we come to your platforms, if you tell us to be quiet and you have a guest up there, we are very respectful of your panel. So we're just asking for the same respect that we give y'all. So don't, don't please don't do that to us. That's not cool. Because Absolutely. I, I, agree. I, I agree with Danny wholeheartedly. We enjoy having y'all on. We always have good dialogue when y'all come. However, you know, if we're asking to, to pause or hold on so we can get through the panel, like be respectful of that and give us the same respect that we show y'all. Um, I'm going to get, uh, I'm going to read the super chat and then let Webb's world speak. Um, we got a super chat from Demetrius. Oh, gosh, I don't want to butcher your last name. Thank you, Demetrius. Demetrius says, well, the hold on. I, wait, say it? Higashikata. Higashikata. Okay, that's not bad. Um, sorry about that. Um, he says, well, hold on now. I'm Gen Z, 20 years old, and I've had some sexual encounters throughout high school. Well, of course, like, we're, we're not saying that every... First off, she didn't say that you Gen Z has not had any sexual encounters. She was just speaking to the fact that this is a product of him being from a different generation. And some interesting points um, that she brought up that I've heard other Gen Z people discuss and admit to so um you know but I, but I, I appreciate the super chat and i definitely understand your point um ec were you done before we get webs world in well and i just wanted to add one more thing to um, psychos candy's defense and it's just that you know like he he had an experience where he was rejected by a black woman and he he dates a non-black woman and those two together doesn't give him that urge to get on the internet and do these live panels where they're just constantly bashing black women so i also want to point that out too like you don't have to turn rejection into this rage that i see on the internet all the time can, can, can she elaborate on what she meant when she was when she was speaking about how the, basically mm -hmm. the, the basically the choices that our dick made and and how he hasn't made those choices or something to that effect I mean, I well, mean, a lot of you guys are ahead. saying, a lot of you guys are saying, well, like, oh, I, I pump and dump women and stuff like that, which like, I mean, if you're not being careful, you, you guys can potentially make baby mamas, you can make, you know, a really bad situations for yourself. If these are not the women that you want in your life, you're just pumping and dumping and whatnot. So that's all I was saying. So is, is it just specifically? Bonnie, I want to get Webb's world in because Webb's world hasn't had an opportunity to speak, and then we're going to wrap it up because it's getting late for me. Child. Um, well, let me get Webb's world in real quick, and then we'll get final comments. Um, Webb's world, what's your commentary on the topic? How you guys doing today? Um, Y'all going to give me a second because there's a lot to unpack. Because I can come to his defense, but at the same time, I can contrast a lot of what he's saying because he's 21 i'm 24 he's i believe in his maybe third year of school and i'm finished with school i actually got into morehouse for grad school one thing i was on when i was in high school 
being that I came from Miami, a lot of people used to clown me when I used to say pussy wasn't important, but I had reasons for it. I used to be like, when the sister who I brought up earlier about Gen Z, I'm like, dude, we're in high school. Most of us can't work jobs to support children. All of y'all are wearing clothes that your parents are paying for. How can you... St- how can you literally raise a child right now and we all taking the Twinkie wagon to school right now? Do you really want to put yourself in this position, especially for the women that was around me? I personally thought they were better choices of women because, I, like I said, I'm from South Florida and I moved to a part of Georgia that the women aren't the same. So I used to think you're going to risk it all for this. Not my forte, but. I also had to come to the realization that when it came down to women, I just wasn't trying to get women because I wasn't dressing fresh. I wasn't saying the fly stuff. And I ultimately knew in my heart of hearts, yes, I am in control of my own celibacy. But at the same time, there are certain things that I should I should address. And this is. One of these things, I'm not dressing fly. I'm not saying the fly stuff. So he has a point in which he's saying, yeah, I want intimacy. But at the same time, if you got it, you got it. And to sit here and say, oh, well, you can't just pump and dump like women don't enjoy sex would be ignorant because that makes it one that literally saying men pumping and dumping women is simply saying only men get enjoyment from sex, which is inaccurate and wrong and i always tell this when it comes to baby mamas oh baby mama's favorite line is it takes two to tango you can't simply put that on men for having baby mama because this woman decided to keep this child this woman decided to have sex with me ain't nobody raping nobody up in here but my main thing with him is that he's going out his way to bash men for their choices that is being sold to them by everything around them. And to me personally, if we have so much of a problem with that, why do we support this? If we want one message to be heard, why do we tack it on with another message? Because we wouldn't have brothers who are confused who won't listen to your point if there wasn't a bunch of negativity that would draw them away from the original argument. You know what I'm saying? Cause a lot of, cause one thing that told me what was told to me was bad news is going to spread faster than good news. So there's going to be more people who's going to hear about you talking down on black women for being dark or talking down on coarse hair than they are going to hear about your financial literacy. So at some point, even though this is what we are, we have to say, you know what? I'm going to push this, you know, I'm going to come to the realization of myself. I'm going to come to some realization of the truth. I'm not going to go behind this wall, this shell and say, well, it's this. Well, you know, uh, this is how it is. No, I can't say I'm aligning with one message and then have another message that completely throws you away from the main message. You know what I'm saying? And that's what his brother is really trying to get his point across on is like this platform that's supposed to be positivity for black people. 
there's a lot of negative that goes with the positive. And to me, there's nothing, <laughs> you can't move 10 steps forward and move 10 steps back and have progress. That doesn't make sense to me. So I feel like that's what his main argument is. And one thing, and he got it in the comment section. I'm not even gonna lie to you and I'm not gonna bash him because I don't know him personally. But I can say that he is one of those people who just like the sister brought up with Gen Z, he does appreciate his intimacy. He does appreciate all of these things that may not necessarily come with physical touch. But at the same time, oh, shit, my phone died. Oh, shit. Oh, well, um, but uh, thank you yeah. so much. He was on the roll. But, yes. Um, yeah. um, shout out to Cotton Candy. She says to the host, um, thanks for being um for being such great moderators. Um, shout out to Game Changer. He says they will pat him on his head and say good boy, but never fuck him. Wow, that's um, so um, but game changer, I this is what I, what I'm not going to allow you to do. You were over talking me and concrete when we were trying to get the panel um on chill. Um, one of the biggest complaints, this is not the only place that this uh, show streams to. Um, we are on Apple Play, Google Play, uh, whatever platform you can think of that has a streaming service, you probably can find us there. Mm -hmm. So when you ever listen to the playback and go back and listen to the playback, it was nothing personal. Um, it's it's not because you said an F-bomb or, or, or whatever. It was simply because we were trying to get the panel calm and I dropped you down and I brought you back up. Now, keep in mind, I brought you back up and then you left. You weren't kicked off. You were dropped down until we can get the panel And I don't calm. know if that's why he, I mean, that's what his comment was about. Yeah, they know how I, it is. I, 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 hate, I hate when people try to get on and push a certain narrative um, that people weren't going to let them talk or people weren't letting them speak. We've let yeah. everybody get what they wanted to off on this show, dog. So right, don't, but don't I don't do know that. that that's what his comment that you, like the super chat was about. I think that's just yeah. Like no, he, he was making comments in the room. chat. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Comments. Okay, go ahead. So that's why I wanted to address it. But and, and to anybody, y'all can't come over here and say that we don't let people get what they want to get Ooh. off. But if it's not in an orderly fashion, we do have to maintain an order over here, just like y'all have to do on y'all's own platform. So don't Absolutely. Go at us. Um, Absolutely. shout out to David Johnson. He says, Here you go, sisters. Um, this is for all the beer and shit meat and the bro spilled. Thanks. Definitely spilled a lot. Child. <laughs> yes. up, up in here. But um, um, thanks for the super chats. We appreciate you guys. Um let's we're gonna go ahead and do a final comments. Yeah. Um, we'll start with JB and then um, we'll do Donnie and then Miss J. All right, cool. Um, so yeah, there's I mean, there's a lot that's been said here. Um, again, like I, I just I just want to make it clear I'm 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 being very respectful to to uh, to the brother, right? Um, but I, I think there's a number of things here, right? So for one, that the sister who jumped on and said she said something about you know the decisions that we're making with our penises, whatever. Um, again, I, I just don't like the disingenuousness with this, right? Because you know, early on, you if you guys remember, I mentioned, for example, like I came to the red pill space after engaging, like after proposing to a black woman and treating her like a queen and being the you know uh, proverbial nice guy, right? And having certain experiences. And when you have a bunch of men and a lot of black men in particular having those same experiences, it's not just a matter of choices. I, I think 
when we want solutions to things, I'm not for bashing, right? But if we want genuine solutions to things, we have to actually be able to look at the, the problems and say, okay, these are legitimate problems. And and the like, I, I feel like there's this kind of pushback where, you know, black women, and this is one of the things, the, one of the key things that is said across the matter is that at the end of the day, like since I've been hearing black women's perspective since I was a, you know, since I was a kid, right? Black women have had their perspective heard, you know, for a long time. And we've been hearing the, you know, N words and shit and all of that. And, and that's what we've been hearing. And finally, we get to hear the black male perspective and especially out of our own experiences, that's extremely valuable. It's not just, just because it's negative, doesn't mean it's a bat, it's bashing, right? I think it's it's very important to hear that. Um, and I, I think it's on the men to have, to, to, you know, form their own opinions and, and you know, watch enough things and listen to enough things to have a balanced perspective. But it's not just, hey, if you have this negative perception, um, then it's, it's because you're bashing black women. And just just one quick example, right? You know, um, one quick example of, uh, of an experience I had with a black woman that on, I only have with black women is I took the sister out. You know, I think I, I, I had a conversation with somebody else on this. Like I took a sister out, right? And took her to this nice little upscale location out for a date and whatnot. And then she, like, we didn't even, uh, uh, All right. And another one. Um, JB, thank you so much for coming through. We really appreciate you. We can't hear you anymore. Um, but thank you so much for coming through and for your contribution on the panel. Um, I thought you had some really, really good insight and you weren't disrespectful at all. So we really do appreciate I, you coming through. I'm going to drop y'all down as y'all finish all statements. Thank you yeah, so much. I I, I, I second what Danny said, um, JB, and I want you to know that no one is taking offense to men um, voicing their opinions, despite the fact that they're negative. There's a lot of truth to what the men in this space say, and we always give credence to it. So that that, that wasn't our intent at all whatsoever. I'm going to let Donnie go because I know he's been trying to get in here, but Game Changer gave us another super chat, being obnoxious as usual. We appreciate you, GC. <laughs> um, Danny, what you got? I mean, excuse me, Donnie, what you got? <laughs> Sorry, I had to uh, plug up real quick. No, you good. Um, yeah, no, you know, long live the habitual monster, as usual. Y'all are some wonderful, beautiful, pretty ladies who've already been picked. Um, I think it was an interesting conversation. Um, to be honest with you, I mean, he, the kid came out here, he, he came and talked with a whole bunch of people that was really... Uh, at some points coming for his neck, at some points just asking questions, right? Uh, he held his own. He got up here and spoke and, and said his piece. Uh, my thing is, he's 20 year, 21 years old. He's a baby. He ain't had no life experience. He ain't had no relationship experience. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, he ain't really been nowhere. So he's not an authority. He's nobody to look up to. He's just a kid talking at the end of the day. In my opinion, um, what he has said has no merit or anything else. I think... Uh, I, I'm gonna be nice. Y'all check out my channel. You ain't shit for watching. I'm gonna end it there. I ain't gonna say nothing else. <laughs> thank you for dropping by, Donnie. We appreciate you um, as always, and thank you for your contribution to the conversation. And long live the habitual line steppers. Thank you so much, brother. Uh, appreciate you coming through. Um, next, we will have uh, not so web. Um, excuse me, maybe Webb's world. Yeah, that's what we're doing. Oh, um, I don't know if you guys were closing out because I kind of got in pretty late. Yes, but... we are. We are. Okay, so I'm going to make this quick. The number one thing 
that we as a people need to come to the realization is real realization. And the fact of the matter is we want a positive message for certain things and certain pro- certain topics to be pushed, but we cannot berate that with negativity that strays away from the overall message. You get what I'm saying? Because this brother wouldn't have the negative or contrasting opinions that he's had for the last, let me check, it's been three hours since this stream, so I don't know when he started. If there wasn't so much negativity to react to, because one thing with this generation is that they want to hear the bad things more than they want to hear the good things. So anything that's positive, he's not going to necessarily hear first, but he's going to hear you bashing your people. He's going to hear you bashing your women, you know, and if you have a and even if you have a contrasting opinion for how his beliefs and his thought process and his ideologies are. It would not be in your best interest, not saying the the host of the show did that, but anybody who wants him to understand their message to not berate them, because at the end of the day, even regardless of what generation you are, we are emotional people. And if you're going around talking crazy to somebody and then you I'm just trying to help them, y'all save them. And you didn't talk crazy about this man for the last, I don't know, couple hours. That man is going to go out in one year and go out the next one. But. That's all I've been able to speak on because I did not hear the bulk of the show. I kind of got in pretty late. So, yeah. Okay. Thank you so much. Um, not uh, Maybe Web's World, we appreciate you coming through. Um, if you did not catch it from the beginning, go back and catch the replay. This was a very, very interesting conversation. Absolutely. So um, thank you so much for coming through. We appreciate you. So next we'll have Mella Mella. Um, what's your commentary? Closing comments and all, Mella. Greetings, everybody. I'm sure all is well. I would like the opportunity to announce my observation that he's confident. And considering what the title of the stream is, the Manosphere Raised Me. I was wondering if the guests could expound as to whether or not his confidence is attributed to having, you know, observed the manosphere, participated on panels and so forth. Do you attribute any of your positive uh, male enhancement, specifically your confidence? Like, you know, what 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 is it about you that you can attribute and give credit and credence to the manosphere for developing you? into a confident man that's not going to let anybody punk you and you're not going to let anybody, you know, you're not kissing ass. I really appreciate that about you. You don't kiss ass. You're not up here scared. You're asserting your individuality and you're thinking for yourself. And I was wondering, do you attribute those traits to having been exposed to participating in manosphere circles? Like the late, great Sammy Davis Jr. said, you know, I got to be me. And I mean, that's the only person I can be. Uh, I would say, yes, I do contribute um, this space, the manosphere, uh, to my, towards building my confidence and whatnot. More so, the like you mentioned, the participation on these panels, because uh, all of my critics and detractors are male. Um, 
and all of my uh, supporters are female, but I mean that that's kind of given me a bit of a, a boost in a way, um, especially in the, the online world. But uh, yeah, you know, many of these guys they say nasty, disgusting, very disrespectful things that I don't. I don't even acknowledge, you know, because those people, they don't deserve to be acknowledged. As To put it into effect of what uh, the former President Obama mentioned, that, you know, when ignorant people speak, we just let them talk. You know, we don't we don't pay them any mind or any attention to what they have to say. So. All right. Um, I appreciate you taking the time to answer my question. Um, what I really want to do is congratulate you on your future endeavors it sounds as if you want a family and uh you know let's you know let's just thank goodness that you know you're a healthy heterosexual male with aspirations of loving a, a good woman and uh you know thank you ladies uh once again for allowing me to be on your panel thank you thank you mella mella we appreciate you dear thank you for your contribution Okay, um, peace. Who's next? In? Thank you. It looks like we got a super chat too from Jonathan Baronville. Uh, and he is questioning the fact that David called himself Dusty and an incel. Um, I, I do think, though, uh, he has definitely displayed confidence. Um, only a confident person would cam up and come in this space. He, If he's been here for 11 years, he knows how brutal this sport. 11 years, um, 10, 10 years, excuse me. He knows how brutal this space is. So for him to walk into the lion's den bravely to, 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 you know, subject himself to all of the, uh, malarkey that you guys have put on display tonight, I would say not only does it take bravery, but it definitely takes some confidence and yeah, I, I see it for sure. Um, so Miss J will have you give your commentary next and then we'll close out with the Roger report. All I have to say is for the new generation, just you're watching the results of what the previous generation did. So if you want to continue on that same path, then go ahead and follow us and you'll have the same exact results. If you want to do something different and have a different result, do something different. That's all there is to it. At the end of the day, in the black community, they're going to talk shit about you regardless, because that's what we do. We drag each other down. We clown each other. We disrespect each other. Just part of the culture. If you want to be around here, that's what's going to happen to you. And that's just how it is. But if you want something different, you're going to have to do something different. Period. And I think that Psycho Candy decided that he looked at what was going on for 10 years or 11 or 12 years and said, you know what? I want something different. And that's what he's doing. That's all it is to it. And there's a lot of people just like that. They don't talk. They don't They don't talk in the chat. They don't get on the, on the panels. They don't cam up but they feel exactly the way that Psycho Candy feels because we are out here on the internet showing our ass to the entire world and we look stupid, men and women. We call, we invent names for each other every six months. You know, BT-1000s, German Shepherds, Dusties, all the rest of the stuff, and it sounds funny to certain groups of people, but to the outside world, the normal society, we look dumb as hell, period. So the younger generation, if you want to continue and end up like we are, follow our path. If you don't, do something different. That's all there is to it. That's your choice. 
Thank you, Miss J. I agree with that wholeheartedly. We look quite foolish. And um, yeah, it's it's really saddening to me. I, I'm not mad if the younger generation, the next generation coming up, does something differently and that whatever that um, different thing is, it unites them in a way that we are not because we're so divided. Um, I, I, I won't be mad at whatever actions they take in order to get there. But thank you for your contribution to the conversation. We always enjoy when you stop by. We appreciate you so much. And um, I want to read Leo's super chat real quick. Leo says, all fedora ninjas ain't the same. The manosphere helped me move better as a man to each his own. Um, he's acknowledged some positive things that have come out of being in the manosphere space. And, you know, we, we just want to continue looking over or overlooking that is uh, what I see. But Jonathan Barronville, thanks for um, super chatting us once again. He says, keep it a G. Y'all are only patting this brother on the back because he's saying what y'all like to hear. That's fine. But just be honest about it. To be completely honest, Jonathan, um, no, it's not that he is saying what we like to hear. He has literally displayed a bravery that, you know, um, is remiss is, is quite often in this space. And I appreciate it. Um, in addition to that, like we're showing him kindness and respect because he's been nothing but kind and respectful to us. Um, so why would we do anything differently? Um, but no, I'm, I'm going to keep it a G. Oh, I'm going to keep it a G. Let I'll me keep, keep it a G. I guess I'm not. Um, no, no, I'm not saying that. I'm not no, saying I'm that saying at all. For Jonathan, go ahead, dear. Yeah, um, but I'm gonna keep it a G. Um, there is a difference in between running a respectful panel and actually letting everybody get their shit off, which is what we tried to do. Um, Jonathan, when you came up here and you had your say, um, you weren't cut off, you weren't dropped down, you weren't interrupted for the most part, and, and it's because the way you conducted yourself on the panel. Um, when the panel got too disruptive, we dropped people down. That was the only reason we dropped people down. Um, and to be honest with you, and, and no disrespect to you, David, certain things that you said I've disagreed with, but I wasn't disrespectful when I disagreed right. with you. And that's what I important. never talked about any, whatever. I, 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 I kept it on um, talking points, and what I disagreed with, I didn't attack your looks. I didn't attack whatever. I didn't attack anything. <laughs> I kept it to the talking points. Um, what happened on this panel was people came up, y'all attack, y'all attack people. Y'all don't ne necessarily attack all the talking points, but y'all attack people, and it was disruptive. So when it got disruptive, I dropped people down. Um, think it's an issue about that and if it is who cares like you know we, we have to run the panel respectfully we don't have to keep but don't um, sit around and say nobody's coddling and patting people on yeah, the head of course. i see all this y'all can miss me with that shit so and you um, know what and somebody said oh well we didn't do the same thing to ramil ramil wasn't up here being attacked but i certainly thanked ramil I, I talked about how the interview went far better than i thought that it would i gave him kudos and uh, i um you know commended him so don't act like you know this is one-sided like we show respect to anybody we have on our panel whenever we have a guest like we go out of our way to ensure that you know the, that they're not attacked on our panel and he's you know because he's saying something y'all don't like we're not going to do anything differently than we would with anyone else that we would have on our panel come on like y'all y'all are tripping i'm not about to get
get my blood pressure up fooling with y'all. Um, anyways, but we do appreciate the super chats, and the chat is gonna be the chat, and y'all ratchet as hell. Um, yeah. but aside from that, I wanted to get Roger in here. I want to hear what he has to say. He always comes from an angle that no one can see coming. So I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Um, what's your and just one more thing? And, and then this is the crazy thing. We can't be that damn bad because GC, you have an after stream. It's posted all up and down the chat. Nobody took a wrench away. Nobody timed anybody out. Come on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I think like it, they oh. acting like the chat. I, it, you know, whatever. Ain't nobody thinking about them. Um, right. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. Go ahead, Roger. I'm sorry. Oh, it's all good. It's all good. Um, I think people need to learn how to pay attention a little bit more to what's going on. Um, and nothing I'm saying is to be disrespectful to him or anything as far as the way he thinks. But y'all, come on. He's 21 years old. All right? Y'all been 21 before. <laughs> All right? We All right. we don't have the world figured out at 21. Okay? Now, as far as what he's saying, it, um, I ain't going to say the brother's an incel because that's really something that's in the white community. I don't even know why black people are using that term because that's about white men who can get a white woman that they want to sleep with to sleep with them. Them white men can come to the black community and get some pussy if they want to. They just choose not to. No one's actually an incel unless you literally can't get sex. And everybody has access to the black community. And this history and this country has a history of black women giving pussy to anybody who comes to our community. So there is no incel in America. Okay? You may find it somewhere else, but there's no incels in America. If you want some pussy, come to the black community, you'll get some. Just that simple. Now, when it comes to the uh the stuff he said even about himself okay um okay he's pursued some black women black women said no what guy has not been rejected by a woman that happens we all know that okay so he chose he went a different route okay i mean that kind of goes along with things that that the black manager says unless you're you have certain images or you put yourself in a compromising position as a man a lot of black women ain't gonna mess with you and right now based on what he's saying because he's in school right He's he's not in a compromised position yet. So therefore, a lot of black women ain't going to deal with him unless they see him as a victim to be compromised. A lot of black women will deal with you as long as they can get you in a compromised position. And if he ain't having sex, they can't compromise him with a baby. How you going to do that? You know what I'm saying? So it, it, it puts them in a bad place to even hurt him. Now, at the at the end of the day, um, when it comes down to it, he said a lot of stuff, but if you pay attention to what he said, he wasn't really dropping a whole lot of stuff about what the black manosphere has said. He has dropped a lot of stuff about people who don't like the black manosphere. So you got to get your impression on, is he really listening to the black manosphere versus the people who are anti-black manosphere? Because I'm listening to what he's saying. You know, you, you drop a couple names, but there were no real points made about anyone. Even when he said Mr. Fantastic's name, he said he did a, uh, like a three-hour stream about colorism. That's not saying anything. To say somebody calls somebody a name is not saying anything. Everybody calls people names. There's not a person in America that ain't called somebody a name. Now, what I would tell him as a younger person, you know what I'm saying, to to uh, to give him some advice. Now, you don't have to because you don't have a. You, you know what I'm saying. You got a right to do how you want. But when when black women damage your image, you think it's not a big deal. But that's why niggas get killed. You see what I'm saying? You thinking about it from. Oh, ain't nothing ever happened to me. When people get pulled over and, and locked up for crimes they did not commit, when people get accused of raping people 
that they never touch. When people get these extra long sentences for things they had nothing to do with, when people get tagged with babies that they did not have, they didn't even have sex with the woman. All this stuff is connected to your your image as a black man. Now you may not understand that it's indirect. I know you don't have to agree, but you you agreeing or not agreeing doesn't mean anything because what agreeing to facts or disagreeing to facts never change the fact. That's just how the world works. So the thing is, when people damage your image and you do nothing about it, you can't then complain about the thing that's going on because they were able to push that. You know, it was a guy named Hitler. You know, he didn't start off saying we're going to put people in ovens, but Hitler was able to get it done. He got into office. He was very favorable. I, I even heard that the people voted him in at like 98 percent. Now, he didn't come out saying we're going to start putting people in ovens because just to say that it sounds ridiculous. But he was able to get it done. So you all can think it means nothing to have a bad image. But he, he went on a campaign to damage the image of the Jews in that country and the Jews suffered. Because they didn't fight, they didn't do anything against it from a, on a large scale. It, they started with little stuff and it kept growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And next thing you know, people died by the millions. So you may not understand at this point that it does have an effect. And I'm not telling you to agree with it. I don't care whether you agree with it because it's a fact. A fact doesn't need an agreement. But and when it comes down to it, your image will matter. Now, will it hurt you directly? We don't know. You got to live your life and see how that turns out. But there's plenty of people who've been hurt directly. There's people like Philando Castile who would hurt directly. There's people, you know what I'm saying? Um, well, there's plenty of people. We all know different names of people who, who done went down for stuff they didn't have anything to do with. Sometimes the guy was just holding the phone. Sometimes the guy didn't have nothing. It happens to people directly. Now, is that everybody? No. But the person it happened to, they probably care. and Their families probably care. It makes a difference to them. It's a huge thing to them. You know, now, now I've been in a position where somebody's literally tried to kill me before. Now, to, to anybody else, that's not a big thing. Y'all know that happens. It made a difference to me, though, because when I had to go through it, it made a difference. It made a difference to my family. You see what I'm saying? A lot of stuff happens because of stuff that's been going on that's indirect to you. Now, as a black man, if you want somebody to damage your image, that's fine. You got a choice. No big deal. You don't have to say nothing if you don't want to. No big deal. But when, once it turns from your image to something directly happening to you, if you never cared about your image, you can't really trip. It's just that simple. Maybe you'll get that understanding later. But I'm just saying, don't trip when your image leads to your destruction based on what other people was able to say about your image. Your image should matter to you, period. And that's to anybody. You know what I'm saying? Black women should care about their image. Black men should care about their image. Any non-black person should actually care about their image. And if you don't care about your image and stuff happens to you, why are you even tripping? You see what I'm saying? Like, even with black women, they say stuff about black men, men need to protect them. Now, from an image perspective, based on what they're saying, black men don't like them enough to protect them at random. Now that may not affect every single black woman, but every black woman who got attacked, it matters to them. Everyone that got raped, it matters to them. The ones that got killed, it matters to their family because they dead, so it don't make a difference what they thought about. They dead now. So it does play a part in what goes on in society. Now you a young guy, I ain't finna berate you or nothing like that, but I'm just saying stuff actually matters. And when things come to fruition, 
there are prices to be paid. Just that simple. Long live the habitual line steppers. I'm out of here, y'all. Y'all have a great night. Thank you so much. Thank you for being respectful and not resorting to personal attacks. Um, I would like I would like to say something if I am permitted. Yeah, you are like the floor is yours. Please feel free to say anything you want. Go ahead, brother. Um, I'm quite frankly, I'm not surprised or astonished at the pushback or any of the high levels of disrespect and the lack of decorum that went on in the stream. In fact, I kind of figured once one guy came in here, they were like rats and roaches. They were all be coming up in here and doing it. Oh, man, but I don't want you to, well, I can't say that I don't understand um, what you've gone through on the child. Oh, you do. Go ahead. You, you have the floor. They didn't been attacking this man from the That's time. I, I, you know in. what? And I, I'm, I'm yeah. like, I can't even say I feel anything. you. I, I, I yeah. understand the conflict, but go ahead. We're going to give you the floor um, and to, to, to speak your piece because you've been attacked from the, you know, the moment we started the stream. So Go ahead. You know, one of the two ladies on this panel that will go unnamed, I was on a, I was observing a panel with um, one of you on it. And, uh, you know, there was just a high level of disrespect. And a lot of these, these people in the space that I come across, they just think that they can call you any kind of names or refer, talk to people any kind of way. We've seen where that has gotten people. They say, oh, words don't matter. Um, oh, uh, it's it's just men being men. It's locker room talk, you know. But we had a whole uh, previous presidential candidate that did that, and we saw where you know such rhetoric led um, what it led to. You know, you cannot get up here, and just because you have the freedom of speech doesn't mean that you can get up and and say whatever you want to say without. Um, any any criticism or any anything or without being punished, you know. Um, so I, I tried not to resort or stoop down to uh, the levels of many of these individuals. Um, quite frankly, I was very close to uh, calling it a day from the space because it just ends up in nowhere. No one wants to really um, understand or realize or budge you know everybody has their cards up but nobody is making any moves you see um and then the people who criticize me they criticize me on my peer my appearance they make ridiculous uh speculations on my sexuality they want to bring up that i'm an i'm an incel or once identified as an incel so what like i said um you see, these, these group of people, they're very focused on, on controlling their image. That they do very well. Um, might want to get them for some PR campaigns because uh, <laughs> I don't think they'll let anybody else's image um, be destroyed like that, um, the way that they, you know, hold tightly to their own. Um, I, I just want to want to say that it, I came here to, to speak my piece. I was asked to... Uh, Come up here because I I have experience in the manuscript. You have men that are older than me, but they found out about the space maybe like three years ago. Mm -hmm. I've been in I've been within this space since 2011. I'll tell you this. There wasn't really, to my knowledge, to my experience, there wasn't really a black manosphere until um some white guys in the MGTOW movements and whatnot, they were um they had come out as self-identified white nationalist and racist. And that's when I remember 
IBMOR and SYSBM um, and all of these other little uh, movements and whatnot dedicated towards the black manosphere popping up because white men had, you know, made, made their displeasure and this taste for black men unknown. You know, I've, I've been here, I've seen it all. I remember when one of the YouTubers, Hammer, Hammerhand, um, admitted that he was a white nationalist and you needed black men who were shocked. And that's immediately, that's when I heard the talk of Ibmore, SYSBM and whatnot. So there's nothing that these men can get up here and, and, and tell me. Yeah, I'm 21. Yeah, I might, my age might, you know, limit my experience in some kind of way, but I've, I've learned from you all and what not to do. You know, I've seen that, hey, I don't want to be stuck paying for a child um, on child support. I'm not, I'm not here mad at a woman for putting me on child support because I didn't do what I needed to do. I didn't step up to the plate and say, hey, you know what? Yeah, I, I made that kid. You know, so now I'm going to be a man and, and provide for the kid. I might not have the best relations with, you know, his mother, but I could still at least send money or, or do something for the child. You know, but I, I think I'm getting off here on a tangent. You go ahead and read the super chat before it expires. Um, but but that that's about it. You know, I didn't think that I would be discounted of not being part of the Manosphere. Um, to me, I, I figure that really the Manosphere is an all-encompassing term for um, any kind of sector or terms on YouTube and the internet, the online community, where men get together and they talk about or rally around men's issues, male issues, men, men's rights movement. Uh, but, thank you so much. Um, well, I'm sorry. We'll read the super chat really quickly, and then I want to, um, you know, thank you for um, for accepting our invite. Um, we got another invite from Jonathan Baronville. He says, um, since we're angry black men who, oh, this was to Jerome. Since we're angry black men who no one want, come Lincoln, Atlanta, and you'll see the baddies who we deal with over here. Uh, if you're in another state, I'll cover the flight. The shaming tactics are played out, brother. Jerome, you better take that man up on his offer. Thank you, Jonathan, for the super chat. We appreciate you. Um, I want to thank you, David. Um, I really do feel as though you are extremely brave, extremely confident. Um, you were extremely respectful. You dealt with a lot. And, you know, I, I appreciate you for, you know, continuing on with the interview. We did try to maintain some decorum. It was quite difficult. But, uh, you know, I, I definitely thank you for allowing us to ask you questions and pry a little bit and get down to the nitty gritty as it relates to your take on this space. Um, to be fair, every question that we asked you was about the space. So it's not as if you came on this platform to, you know, berate this space and, you know, talk horrible or talk down upon it. Um, we were asking you questions geared towards the space because we, of course, learned that you've been in this space since you were a young child. Um, but I, I can't thank you enough for um, coming through. Please know that you are always, always, always welcome on our panel, in our chat. If you comment in the chat, I can certainly switch my profile and rinse you up. No one will be messing with you over here. Um, and, you know, I, I do hope that, you know, at some time in the future that you come back and visit us because I truly enjoyed um, this, this discussion. Go ahead, Danny. Sorry. Um um, but uh, David, I want to thank you so much. Um, this is probably a very, very difficult interview, 
but I'm I'm glad that you are familiar with the space and what the space brings sometimes. Um, I felt like there, well, I'll, I'll probably end up doing a, a stream after the stream, honey, because there were some things that I really want to get off that I don't really feel like I got a chance to get off the way I want to get it off. But um, I do want to thank you so much for coming. Like I said, it was a very intriguing um, story for a person to have been here since they were 12. Um, and we wanted we did want to get your views on it. Um if I had seen anybody else, I probably would have had the same thought process. Like, what did you see since you were 12 years old versus what you see now? Um, what's changed about the space? And I think you did a really good job of answering that from your own perspective. Um, so I'm grateful that you came through. Um, I hate that it was as difficult, uh, but you already you already knew what to expect. So I'm just grateful that you did um, come through and gracious with your presence and do this interview with us. I, I really appreciate you. I really do. And um, the invitation is definitely open. Okay. And I want to say something real quick. You know, I've had, um, you know, my mother tell me, so I'm sure she didn't, she didn't mean it, but, you know, my, my parents are in the middle of an argument um, before leading up to their divorce, you know, they would constantly get into arguments and I'd have to intervene, you know, just verbal arguments, nothing, nothing, uh, physical. You know, my father's not that kind of man. I didn't see that in my, my household, not with him, but my mother, you know, if anything, she threw a pot at him and it was nearly an inch away from missing him. And this man is, you know, he became blind, um, like recently back in 2015. Um, you know, in that, between that, in between the argument, um, in between the two of them, you know, I'd, I'd intervened and my mother said, uh, she said that, you know, you're, you're right. I should have aborted you. And then she, uh, went back, got a bottle of water, went to her room and closed the door. Um, you know, so I can be up here spouting all the anti black women nonsense that I want. I could be up here spouting, and making videos uh, against women all I want, because I have an actual reason to, you know, when you're put, being put on child support, that's nothing. But when your own mother uh, tells you that, you know, that, that hurts. Yeah. Um, I mean, she, you know, she didn't mean it, but still, you know, out of principle, that's something Absolutely. that you, should, right. you shouldn't say. You know, I know my mother, she loves me and all, but, you know, when you get caught up in the heat of the moment and whatnot, but yeah. that just show that, I can get up here and say the things that these guys say and be so anti-black uh, woman and anti-woman in general and feel that the way that they feel, you know, and I mean, they have a right to feel how they want, but I mean, I just think from what I used to see and from what I see now, it's just gone too far. You know, it, things have gotten more chaotic and more extreme and, and somebody needs to lay down the law. I mean, if YouTube's not doing anything about this, which I thought they would have, um, but apparently not, um, you know, then we just need the, we need more people to kind of speak out against it and bring more order and balance to the space because there isn't really a lot of balance. And I do think that you two wonderful ladies, you do a good job at, uh, bringing a more balanced perspective to, uh, this, the space. And I want to thank you for that. We appreciate that. We Absolutely. really do. Thank we you. really do. 
Um, long live the habitual line steppers. Now travels over black rolls. I'm getting ready to air your ass out, sis. Okay, so you said, girl, where will your comment go? Because I was trying to keep that up there because I want to tell you about you, honey. Um, you talked about uh the mental sphere makes fun of us. We're mammies, this, that, and the third. Um, sis, this is probably one of the only spaces. One of the only spaces within this sector that has both men and women come through and that are allowed to give their perspectives. So don't sit over here and tell us what men don't respect and what men do respect. If since they don't respect your ass either, um, I, I people respect me because I don't allow people to disrespect me and people who disrespect me, I don't tend to deal with. So you can take that shit somewhere else. Um, if they make your life hell, sis, that's because of the nigga you chose. They probably will make your life hell. Um, you came over here, uh, a dude will use you as a beer, just like they'll use us as a beer. Sis, you ain't no different from nobody else. So you can take that shit somewhere else, sis. We don't appreciate it. We don't need it, whatever. And, and, and then you still came over here to watch, which was most important. Um, we ended up with almost 200 live viewers up in here. I want to say we um actually, yeah, almost 200 live viewers. So we really, really, really appreciate your support because we are trying to definitely get more women over to come watch. So thank you so much, sis. We appreciate you. Um, anywho, anywho, um, I am going to end this on a good note. Like I said, David, we thank you so much for coming through. Um, this was a really, really good interview. Um, and let me just go on, uh, get this on up out of here. No, sis, you can stay. You can stay. We still appreciate the support, sis, because you over here watching us. We ain't over there watching you. Thank you so much, sis. Um, but everybody, thank y'all for coming through. Thank you to, uh, everybody. I want to do my closing too before you. Oh, I'm sorry. You, um, um, and, go ahead. And thank you to everybody who super chat and all of that good stuff. We appreciate y'all. This is dope. Go ahead. Uh, I agree. Um, I couldn't have said it better. Um, we definitely appreciate y'all. This was such a really dope stream, despite um, all of the ratchetry, all of the ignorance that was displayed. And, you know, I apologize to David for that. Um, <laughs> y'all know y'all like to cut up. Um, but despite that, I think that this was definitely a very intriguing, interesting um, discussion that we had. And I, I did enjoy the dialogue and some of the questions that were asked and some of what came out of it. Um, I, I do want to say that, um, you know, this is the, the, what, what uh, David, um, what David's commentary is his opinion and his perception of this space. I, I'm kind of baffled at how someone can argue with him regarding um, what he has taken away from this space. Um, I think it's kind of crazy that people are arguing with him. I did not see him up here berating um, this space, berating black men, talking about how all black men ain't ish or none of the exaggerated points that seem to have been made. So I just think that it was unfair. Like we can handle dissenting opinions not everyone that comes here and everyone that has been here for some time loves the space, despite the fact that, you know, they continue to dwell in the space. Some people, um, you know, are, are here for a, a myriad of reasons and they may not necessarily love the space. And that's OK. Like, who you know, that we can't everybody's not going to love it. Um, 
nonetheless, I agree with some of what Roger said. Like, this is a young man. Like, he hasn't come into his own yet, despite the fact that he may be a virgin, despite the fact that he may, um, you know, whatever kind of label that you attempt to attach to him. Um, you know, he's a young man and he, you know, his life is just starting. Like he has the world at his fingertips. And I hope that he always remembers that um, there is nothing that he can't do. Uh, if he puts his mind to it, he is currently in school. He has him a boo abroad and she coming next month. And, you know, regardless of what they decide to do when she comes, um, I think that it's extremely commendable that he is, you know, still a virgin. I, 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 um, commend him for being so strong-willed. Um, aside from that, like I said, I just thank him from, for coming. I thank um, even even Fantastic uh, for coming and engaging. Um, I, I wish that the conversation would have stayed respectful all the way through. And I did get a little bit frustrated because of, you know, the attacks on his physical appearance. I just feel like he's 21 and we got 40 year old people in the chat attacking this man. It's kind of silly. Um, aside from that, I'm going to digress and just thank everyone who joined the panel. Thank you all for your commentary. Some very, um, good commentary tonight and thanks everyone who super chatted and the crazy insane freaking chat um that's all i got but i see we got a plat or <laughs> i see we got a super chat from roger report he says a little r-e-s-p-e-c-t for the platform because someone is misinformed about who gets respect i'm not sure who that someone is but roger thank you anyway we appreciate y'all that's all i got and i bid you all a good night same here. Um, thank y'all for coming through. We're out. To all my ears.